0: Woo! The kids do big Do I have everybody's attention now?
2: Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Mr. A and E, coming in with you guys with episode ninety-six as we're going closer and closer to that inevitable episode 100 joining me today on the cast is uh my co-host the man the myth the reality q flow flow the rookie
0: what's going on everybody we are here
2: yes we are here we are back as we're going to count down as we're getting closer and closer to wrestlemania and then also joining us on this podcast is the hard offer the soul Trek enterprise my man quattro
3: good evening everybody how y'all doing
2: I hope we're doing all right, because, you know, this is one of our first times of recording this podcast kind of late, but you know what? I want, like I said, consistency is the name of the game, and I want to make sure that we do that for you guys. Uh, last week, unfortunately, we did not have a podcast. We didn't have a certain amount of people ready for it. I wasn't ready for it, and I, I am the believer of quality over quantity. So, i would ready give I mean, you a- in
0: your defense, there was a, <laughs> like a bug going on between you and Swag.
2: like, Bro, I, I know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> y'all was
2: you Traded back for yeah, we that's were, why I yeah. stayed away from you. <laughs> well, I, I mean, hey, at least it gives you a reason. So, I mean, it was it, it was bad. So, but you know what? I'm feeling all better now. You know, that's good. I, I'm not choking on anything, so that's fine. But you know, I still am a guy that believes over quality over quantity. So if I can't give you all the best possible show, I will make sure I wait till next week. So that's why this show is going to be doubled with a lot of things that we got to talk about Today. So before we all get up into that, we gotta make sure we pay the bills and make sure you guys check out Spaces Philly, the production company we are a part of. Spacesphilly.com, the home of all this great podcast content, such as Both Sides and the Lulu and Pop Show. You can also find the Nerd uh, Coalition's content over there, along with the No Gimmicks in the Wrestling podcast, the Nerd Gas Talk podcast. Also, turntables, hip hop culture and beyond, and drunk thoughts, sober tongues—all great content we all have over there. We're on all the podcast apps. You guys can find us on Stitcher apple podcast google play speaker and of course if you guys like to listen to podcasts on youtube make sure you guys check out that youtube premium always gives the first month trial and then after that it's about 4.99 7.99 a month depending on what the status of it is if you're a student or not so it doesn't matter so anyway you guys can get your podcast needs make sure you guys find us on there because we are on there and we upload podcasts weekly from all different uh, all different various shows so make sure you guys check all that great stuff out so fellas, we are almost at Fast Lane. Why is it happening? Don't know, but we're almost at Fast Lane.
3: <laughs> and
2: then we're about Same to get... reason
3: every year. Because we're on the fast lane of WrestleMania.
2: That's fine, but when you got the, the pay per views that are now... when <laughs> they made that whole pop music video last year about the brands coming together for each pay per view, fast uh-huh. lane is pointless now. Remember that uh-huh. music video? Yeah. Yeah. Do, yeah, that was terrible. Uh, <laughs> Usos and AJ Styles and Cesaro rapping. Yep, that's that can't get it out of my head.
3: Hey, look, do you remember when the Dudley Boys did their own scene? We had enough. Look, WWE just brings stuff back every once
0: in a while.
2: <laughs> yes, I remember when Rikishi made an R&B song called Put a Little Ass on It.
3: <laughs> I had the WWE original scene. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I did too. I did too. <laughs>
2: I said when I'm I listening to a CD
0: after school.
2: I was like when I'm listening to a CD with them, The only legit song here is John Cena I'm like this is a problem
0: Oh man, the Dolly Boys killed
1: that Joe. Oh. We had enough. <laughs> <laughs> what you <could've>... gonna? <laughs>
0: Boys killed that Joe,
2: man. Oh man, I, God. I, 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 gotta I, can, <laughs> uh-huh. I gotta see if I can find my originals. And look, even though if I can to...
0: find my original Xbox, I got it on there along with the Cena CD.
2: Oh yeah, see, I had that one. The I, ah. I, I, Cena CD. Man, I I used to I used to go to K Kmart and all them times. Every time a new CD came out, and got it. The only CD I never got was um, what was it when they had all? It, it was all, uh, rap things. What, what was it? Aggression, or oh, oh aggression?
3: Uh, aggression. No, aggression had leader's theme on it, so I don't think it was no, aggression.
2: No, because because they, they they had two. They had one that all the superstar songs would take over by rap stars, and then he had one of all rock stars. I had the one, Forcible Entry, was the one that had all the rock stars. Forcible Entry had all the rock stars, but I think it was WWF Aggression that had uh, Run DMC do uh, DX, had Myth uh, The Man do The Rock, had Snoop Dogg do Stone Cold. Remember that?
3: Don't let
2: Swag hear this, or you' getting another CD for Christmas. <laughs> oh my goodness, bro! Look, if he can find it, all right, <laughs> bro. Because if he
3: do, somewhere on Wish,
2: because if he do find, it, I guarantee he paid a hundred dollars more than it's worth. <laughs> <laughs> Just say, but oh yeah, oh memory lane, good stuff like that. But you know what? Uh, we did have a feel good moment this week. Roman Reigns came back to Raw and announced. That his cancer is in remission. So for those who are familiar with, you know, people who have cancer, like once again, I my mother in law is a cancer survivor and my grandfather actually died of cancer. So I, I see it from both sides. So um so anytime they're in remission that means the cancer, you know what I'm saying, is you know gone to body, but they still have to do the treatment. So as we oh, see, well. you know, when we say we see the very nasty and evil dickheads that exist online because the way they were talking about Roman Reigns was just disgusting. But, uh-huh. you know, I'm just like, you know what, those people have a place in hell. Uh, He's he's come back. He, he took, he, he speared Elias, I think it was, or oh, he speared... Uh, Magitar. Magitar, yeah. He speared, he speared uh-huh. one of the people. So there is rumors that they're trying to do a S.H.I.E.L.D. match At Fastlane, I'm I'm really sure they try to get all this. Look, I know they're they're trying to get all this Dean Ambrose shit out the way before Dean Ambrose leaves. So, Mm -hmm. damn the match, because I don't know what the official match card is for Fastlane, because I'm not focused on that right now. I want to know in your personal opinion. I mean, I'm happy for Roman Reigns, but do you think it's too soon for him to get back into the ring and do stuff? Because. We obviously need help in ratings. And Roman Reigns, whether we like it or not, is a ratings boost. And then when Roman Reigns was there that night and Batista in the same night, uh, Raw, cool. Raw had like a
3: 3.7.
2: Raw ain't seen uh-huh. a 3.7 since the Monday Night War. Uh huh. So it was a lot of people checking out Raw this past Monday. And I was like three point seven. I ain't heard them news since WCW was existing. So I'm like that. I mean, obviously, because you know those two guys on there. So Roman is going to move the needle a little bit. So, but do y'all find it a little bit too soon? Because me personally, I figured that he should take a break at least until SummerSlam. Like you can come back and everybody know that you're on remission. Go back home, finish out your treatment, and then come back for like some. You don't need to be at WrestleMania. I mean, if he wants to, it's a check. I mean, yeah, sure, why not? But you don't need to be active at WrestleMania. But what's your guys' opinion on it? I'll start with the co-host in Q-Flow.
0: Um, I mean, I, I'm glad. I'm glad, you know, that he's it's in, it's in remission. Um, Not gonna
2: lie, that speech almost got a tear out of the brother. Yeah. I was happy oh, I for got him.
0: a tear out of me. No, no, no. He was doing the whole speech and he's just like, I'm in remission. I'm just like, yo, my man made it. He made it. And I'm, and I'm saying, like, I ain't going to cry. I ain't going to cry. Mm. This Seth Rollins comes. Out, I'm like, oh my God, mm. the Brotherhood. So, uh, but, um, nah, I, I definitely think it's too soon. Um, I didn't even want to see him in action, like, Monday. Uh-huh. I'll let it slide because, you know, he, he gave us good news. It's like, all right, whatever. I'll right, let this one rock. But I really, I think he needs to take a break. I don't even want Shield shit. Like Rollins doesn't need to do. He's in the main.
2: Like he's he, he's getting a title shot at at WrestleMania. What does he need to do? Exactly.
0: He, to do, he 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 guaranteed train to Classic County. He doesn't need to do a damn thing. So go chill. You and Roman go go chill out somewhere. I I like when Dean is. I don't want Dean in no. You know what I mean, uh, focused program. I like when he's phoning it in. And he doesn't give a fuck. Like, like that's. Yep. I don't, it's entertaining. Like, and he's just doing whatever the fuck he wants. And it's, and it's entertaining. I don't want him. I don't, I don't care about the shield anymore. Like, that shit, that shit died when Roman told us he had cancer. So, I, I don't care. I don't care. But, um, yeah, I, I think it's too soon.
2: Now how about you, Quadro?
3: So, y'all know me. I got attacked attack this elephant in the room. What everybody said, and I hope it's wrong. A lot of people out there saying it's a work. It's not a work. It's not a a work. Look, look, I'm I'm on the same page as you. I agree that it's not a work. That would WWE is a horrible place, but come on, right? (laughs) Let's be real. Now to tackle that shield thing, yo, Mister Andy is right. They're gonna get this shield money before it's too late should he be back I have never had or deal with anybody that directly had that disease I don't know what the treatments are like I don't know how frequently he's been going I don't know where he's at in it if he is healthy enough knowing how much he cares about this business knowing that's his life I see why he wanted to do it but let me not get it wrong. I see where y'all at. Knowing what this disease is, chill. But if Dean Ambrose is really leaving after Mania, without a doubt they're going to do this shield drawing the fast lane. Of course they're going to get this in before it's too late.
2: They did, the, the rumor is having it that Roman Reigns, they're saying that Roman Reigns is trying to talk to Dean Ambrose to see if he can kind of stay or at least extend the contract out. Because if anybody okay. could probably talk to him, it'll probably be like a Roman Reigns, you know, to, to, to see where his head his space and his head game is at. Because, uh, you know, I, I know that they don't give a damn about some of the people that have left. I will get to them in a minute. But I know that they want Dean to stay.
3: But let me put it like this if Dean is walking out that door at Fastlane, because that card is not defined yet. Because, as stated before, we don't really know what the card is. We kind of know, but it ain't really that interesting. Without a doubt, on that card, you will see the Shield versus Baron Corbin, Bobby Lashley, and Drew McIntyre. I promise you that.
2: <laughs> but I mean, Dean is obviously going to do something at WrestleMania to get his check. Dean's contract is not up until the end of April. Uh-huh. So yeah, so, so we, we still got about two full months of Dean Ambrose. The question is, what? does he want to? Does he want to sign back again? Does he want to stay? Like 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 well, as of right now, he's still under contract, but he has not signed an extension or anything of that nature. So it's like, what does he want to do? He wants to leave, and I I think r- r- having Roman back and you know having this good news, I, I me personally, I don't think. Dean wants to do the shield or anything no more. I mean, me personally, if I was Dean Ambrose, what is wrong? Like, what what's going to happen to me? It's going to be the same shit over and over again, unless they send yep. me back down to SmackDown. I mean, that's why. I will ask you this,
3: Mister A and Q Flow, do we have any word on why Dean wants out, or just that he wants
2: out? He he wants out for the creative. Uh, differences because um, this all really started spiraling out of control since that Stone Cold podcast that he had where Stone Cold Mm -hmm. called him out in public. And uh, ever since the whole the the, the failure of the Brock Lesnar match at, at, at WrestleMania because he said he was met with laziness and Dean Ambrose was just never able to like he's a when I watch him, Dean Ambrose at, at times can be funny. Dean Ambrose uh-huh. at times can be entertaining, and Dean Ambrose is a solid wrestler. His gimmick, his lunatic fringe, does not you know does not come off well on TV with the stuff that he does. Is he does he need to be as an extreme as a John Moxie? No, the CZW shit was way out of line, but. He needed to be. You know, he needed to come into himself and become a heel. And I do think that they never truly gave him a chance to do that. Such as when he when he had, when he won the the uh, when they gave him the money in the bank and he won it in the same night and beat uh-huh. the Shield in a triple threat matchup, That would have been his chance to you know to do something good with it. But they never took. The, they never did nothing with it because he really. And then once AJ Styles won the title. Dean Ambrose never went back to the title before. He went right, right back, oh, right, right. Right, right, right back to the mid card, and now when when they finally turn him heel, he he snapped the the first night, which was awesome, and then next uh about a week or so later, he comes out like Bane from the Dark Knight Rises, saying that you know I need an ejection from this sickness that is the crowd. Like that is just not him.
3: All right. Well, well, let me ask you this: If Dean stays do you think his position in the company would change? Or is he looking at the same type of stuff that he's dealing with now?
2: If Dean Ambrose stays... I Look, I'm guaranteeing this. If Dean Ambrose was to stay, he would need a New Day type deal. And I don't know if this is going to give him that. Uh-huh. Because he had... In Vince's eyes... He has not proven himself like the New Day has. The New Day can do their own shit. Uh-huh. And as you've seen, the New Day is one of them acts. It's probably one of the longest groups that have ever stayed together before. We're, yes. We're, we're, we're yeah. going on year five of the New Day. Damn. And uh, New Day still sells merch for uh, events, And on top of that, the New Day can find themselves in a championship matchup. Uh, this year, which we'll get to in a minute, but so they have c- kind of created control a little bit. I mean, of course you got, you still got, you know, Vista at the head, but they, they still got a little bit of freedom over their character. I think if Dean Ambr- if Ambrose was to stay, I don't think it's about the money. I don't think Dean Ambrose cares about the money. He's one of them CM Punk types that when he got his money, he saved it. Right. You know, he, uh-huh. he, he wasn't flashy when he had to go buy 12 bucks and shit.
3: Plus, he got Renee
2: Young. Let me be real. He's still eating regardless. I'm just saying. So, if he was to come back and if Roman was to talk him into it, Roman would probably have to go up to Vince and be like, Look, if Dean going to stay and you want to like do S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff or Dean want to do his stuff, because, you know he got to have some c- control over that character. And you're going to have to give, give him a serious run. You got to break people's hearts and give him a serious run as a heel. So I mean, but I doubt it happened So I think why Dean is just gonna say fuck it. oh you know what, Dean? Like also, Dean may just be burnt out. Dean Ambrose was the Iron Man for that company in 2016, and he rarely misses. He he just got injured last year, well, one of his first times. He just he just may be burnt out also.
3: That's yeah, true. So, so i i agree what you're saying about how he would want that but i don't see him getting that therefore i seen wwe let's get our last chance at the shield drawn before it's too late
2: yeah so i'm saying so uh-huh. we, we get to shield that fast lane and yeah. we, we, we probably get now i don't know what the status is wrong like i said me personally i uh, i don't well, it ain't like you know. Hey, I'm cancer free. I can wrestle. No. Oh, he
3: coming in that match last.
2: It's yeah. gonna be
3: the type of drone where everybody else wrestling and he finished the match off.
2: Yeah, like, a doubt. like, like, like yeah. he he he's, he's just there for the heat. Because, I mean, I mean, yep. Seth, Seth Rollins will take and Dean will take the majority of the heat. Why? Why? You know, he's the hot tag guy. That's fine. Yeah. But I'm saying, but that's I don't, happening. I don't want them to overdo Roman. And that that's what I'm talking about because. Roman may be passionate, but I know this is my job. I want to help. If this is your job and you're making money of it, you re- you represent this this company and this business. You don't want to see you know the job do bad, especially if you have a a power enough to change it. So if he if he has the power enough to change the ratings or you know boost the ratings up and you know and, and to give people a credible show because a lot of people are injured that there's no credible people on there, I can see him wanting to come back way way before his body is ready. It's kind of like this. When you get over a cold, you take enough medicine, you wake up like this. I can breathe through my nose right now. I'm not coughing as much, but your body's still weak. Your body hasn't got, hasn't get that strength up yet. So it's like, yeah, I can go and do different things, but I'm not like, I'm going to go right to the gym right now and run a mile. I still got some fluid in my lungs kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And that's the kind of thing dealing with cancer. You know, he has to finish out, that whole treatment first. Now, once again, he may have finished it out already. I don't know, but uh, knowing people that you know that as have had cancer has been in remission, you have to finish out that treatment, especially dealing with a blood cancer. So, uh, the question I
3: is, Ro- huh? I'm saying I see Roman coming in for the hot tag at Fastlane in this three on three. And then something at Mania. I'm not sure what. Man, now, all
0: that Roman time needs, needs to go him. home and finish his treatment. Look, I'm not saying
3: you're wrong, but I'm
2: saying <coughs> I don't think that's gonna happen. I mean, yeah, it, no, no, no. I mean, I, I I I see them doing the Shield thing at Fastlane, and I see them might do something with Roman at WrestleMania, like an angle or something. But in my personal opinion, with the shakeup coming up and all stuff like that, I just think Roman could just go back home and then come back full-time at SummerSlam. I mean, it's good to give people an update because, you know, people want to know, you know, how you're doing. But I'm saying, but I would until your body gets back fully, like, you can save Roman. There's other things you can do right now. Because we're, we're in the WrestleMania right. season. People want to watch. So there's other things you can do right my, now. And- my
0: thing is, like, if, if y'all going to put them three in there, just do Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, and then just... Still Braun Strowman in there. He, he's never done with Baron Corbin. Well, y'all know he ain't got nothing to do.
3: Can I slide you can I slide a rumor in? I heard about Ford Roman. Uh-huh. Now I was on the interwebs and what the interwebs was saying, Ooh. depending on his performance at Fastlane, they wanna slide him into the main title card picture between Seth and Brock no based based upon that match isn't supposed to main the show anyway so they want to give that match something extra since it's not the main card match it doesn't
0: need something we already got a triple threat I'm not saying you wrong uh, allegedly allegedly, I I don't like it allegedly I I read that like he's in jail
2: that's annoying. <laughs> it, it, it is. It, it, you know, I'll get to all that in a minute. But you know what? You know, All that stuff. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly, yeah. Man, she uh, the bad that f- Twitter
3: f- war, but whatever.
2: Keep oh, going. you know what? That, honestly, that Twitter war is what's probably going to get that main event in trouble. But we'll, we'll talk about that. But uh, right now, speaking of other main events, because you were talking about the Universal title and Roman Reigns coming back. So SmackDown, because I didn't get a chance to talk about SmackDown uh, two weeks ago, and where Shane McMahon named Kofi Kingston uh, to face Daniel Bryan at uh, Fastlane for the W Championship. Now, when I first heard, it, I was like, "Oh, damn it!" Well, we know Daniel Bryan is not walking into Mania without the championship, so Kofi gonna lose. So I'm like, so Fastlane. I was like, it'd be kind of better if he had that Mania. So, uh, surprise, surprise. Next week. Vince McMahon says Kofi's not—he's not, not deserving—and puts Kevin Owens, in the uh, in the fast lane picture, and Kofi's out.
0: Now I know Kevin Owens coming back.
2: Yeah, exactly. I thought somebody would believe.
0: I, I see it like this. <laughs> I didn't either, because Vince really violated my man. I was getting pissed. I'm like, yo, y'all hmm. just going, yo, like, why are you talking to him like that, man? Hmm. Look, look, I was yeah. violated him. Then I was
3: happy. I was Qflow, I'm on the same page with you here. I was pissed for that. I'm like, man. But then I start thinking about it this way. Does that
0: mean Kofi get a mania rug? Now, now, <laughs> I was on the interwebs, and I saw a little tidbit. Vince is really high on Kofi right now, so mm-hmm. Kofi's going to mania. Uh, I think if the inter, if what I was seeing is true, Kofi is for sure going to mania how i don't know but they said vince is like high like really looking at kofi right now so
2: now now i i, I don't doubt that because vince is high on new day period uh-huh. that's the only re- i'm like do they've been together ag- five years you can't name a group other than the horsemen even though the horsemen changed over the years they've been together that long with just the core members
3: they make him too much money. I'll on him too. That's right.
2: So I, I'm like, okay, so so when I see Kevin Owens come out there, I said, oh, snap, they're really going to do this because the rumor was to have Kevin Owens face Daniel Bryan at Mania. So with him taking mm-hmm. the fast lane spot, I'm like, so does Kofi get that match with Daniel Bryan at Mania? I'm like, I think that's what's going to happen. My only thing is I'm like, this is a reminiscent of Charlotte and Becky in a way.
3: Yes, it is, and, and that's and I agree with you. And I fear that we're looking at a manio that's full of triple threats.
2: Well, see, no, no, no. Oh. no I, I first of all, we're not doing WrestleMania 2000, but
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I want you to be right, but can we see it's shaping up like that? And I'm scared. No,
2: no here's the thing because I don't see Kofi. Uh, Kevin Owens and Dale O'Brien because if it's a triple threat between Kofi, Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan, there's a guarantee Daniel Bryan is walking away with that championship. Because I don't think they're going to have Kofi pin uh Kevin Owens. So Kevin Owens. I think it's I think it's all part of a, a like a ruse here because you, you know you're gonna get people that's gonna be upset. Kofi Kinks is one of the people where he Vince wanted to give him that WrestleMania <laughs> moment. And first of all, for everybody out there listening to this right now, Kofi Kingston, if the stars align right and he has a match with Daniel Bryan WrestleMania and wins the WWE Championship, Kofi Kingston, mark my words, has that championship for only a month. If that. Kofi (laughs) is there. I hate to say this, but Kofi is there to have the Zack Ryder moment for WrestleMania 32. It's just for the moment. Only you care
3: about it. Now, let me slide this in. Once again, more rumors, <laughs> more interwebs, because this is what I do now.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Apparently, Kofi is taking the spot that Mufasa Ali was supposed to originally have, I right?
2: I don't know who that is. Who's Mufasa Ali? Because
3: I say my man name wrong every week. Well,
0: you <laughs> can yes. probably say it right. Yeah. It's not going to happen. I don't remember it.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, that's not a rumor. That was already a fact, though.
3: But we knew that, cool. yeah. He Now, the other part I read is they were planning only to put the title on him because after Mania, they're going across seas to Saudi Arabia. Oh, God. He wasn't supposed to hold the belt for long, but it was going to kind of be like almost a gender Mahal treatment. So, I if they put the belt on Kofi, I also agree I don't see him holding it but so long either.
2: But you know what? It ain't about that because I- I'm sitting here. I think this is a divine intervention because honestly, as much as I would like to see Mustafa Ali versus Daniel Bryan, I'm more behind Kofi. The story is just better with Kofi. Yes. And, I- and I say that because it's 11 years in the business. You've seen this man a scratch and claw he got one push got messed up by randy orton he can he bounced back he got the new day and he came up with the new day and it's been a successful act since then been putting on a plus matches as especially at the age he's in now granted he's not an old guy by our standards but in in a sport he's an old guy
3: He's yes. been
2: in the company for 11 years. That's 11 years of wear and tear on you. Exactly. So he's still is still putting on A-plus matches. The thing with Mustafa Ali is, okay, he would have had, you know, the Iron Man and the Gauntlet match. You're like, oh, people would have cheered for him. And then he would have had that spot in the elimination chamber. Like he could really win. It would have been a decent underdog story. But that extra, you know, history that Kofi has. And every y'all know Xavier Woods been pushing for Kofi since like the new day started. So having all that extra stuff in there makes just a better story. So I see Vince, you know, going with it. How they get there, like I said, I don't know, but I don't want them to to, to repeat a Charlotte Becky thing like a Kevin Owens and Kofi Kingston thing because right now. The only reason why, because me personally, I was like, why why not Kofi attack him? I'm like, but you don't want to turn New Day and Kofi heel. You want to keep them babyface as much as possible. And especially right now, Kevin Owens is in that gray area right now. He's not acting like a heel. He's not acting like a face neither. See,
3: I I, I was thinking about the heel thing. (coughs) But if that happened, I can see that at Mania,
2: they're like, nope, no matter what, Kofi's walking out of here with the belt, no matter what we got to do. I mean, it'll be a feel-good match. Would I like to see the match? Absolutely. Because I really think... First of all, Daniel Bryan and Kofi Kingston fighting will be a good match, period. No matter what what you're putting on. Because, you know, they wrestled back in the day and they wrestled now. Those are two really good athletes that have developed a kind of chemistry. And Daniel Bryan, even though he has his heel gimmick, don't mind putting over Kofi Kingston. Uh He don't. So I'm saying, but uh, I think it'll be a good match overall. But the story... Going into that, just to see Kofi, somebody that we have watched since the Easter, the, the rebranding of ECW. You know, I I think will really will just. I like, still
0: remember when he debuted, like the in yes. Kofi.
2: Exactly, <laughs> then Kofi Kingston never had a singles match at WrestleMania before, never. So this would you know really you know boost him up, up there. If, if they give him the title, you know even for just a month. I'm cool with that. Even if, it's, even if it's a Christian treatment and it's just for two days. He won oh, it thank you. at Mania. He You're won it at moment. Mania. And I can see, I just kind of like how Akira Tozawa won the Cruiserweight Championship from Neville. Had that feel-good moment for a week and Neville won it back the next week. You know, <laughs> they, they want to uh, create these feel-good moments. So, I I, I don't know how they're going to get there, but I do think Kofi gets his... um. Just his shot at Mania. But there are a couple people that are not going to get their shot at Mania because uh, WD was clearing house. Uh, a couple a couple of our favorites, or some people's favorites, are gone. TJP got fired.
0: That's Quag's favorite.
2: Uh, yeah, Hideo yeah. Tommy got released. Ty Dillinger that's, got released. That's unfortunate. And Arn Anderson got fired. Making way for Bruce Pritchard to... Uh, Get his get his job back there. What well, Pitch is actually gonna be on the writing team right now, so along with Dana Warrior. Oh my God! Yeah, I, I, look. I just read that today. Wait,
3: what? And I didn't yeah. understand. And they and they saw her the creative, right?
2: Yes, because
3: okay, help
2: me understand. I, I you know what? I'm gonna say this because it, it, it's hard for me because unfortunately. Her husband has put a black thumb on everything she does because it may have not been her fault. She may have not known that guy. I, I, I don't know what the case may be, but I, I I just don't like that they play up to the warrior a lot in WWE. And I and having that, what does Dana Warrior bring to creative? It ain't a, right now. It's not even about who Ultimate Warrior was. It's about can we get somebody. Who has experience in this business to be part of creative?
3: Right, like, like, let let me try to put a positive spin on this, which I can't. Let me tell you from the gate. Um, I understand that she is his husband. I understand she is whose husband? Um, Ultimate Warrior. His, his wife. Wife. Uh, thank you. I'm messing up. No. Oh. I understand that she is his wife. Thank you for correcting me. I understand that she has been around the business. That's all granted. I don't understand how that puts you in a position for creative.
2: <laughs> Even, I mean, I could name people that has been around the business for years, but they don't have no... I mean, having Bruce Pritchard back, I guess, you know, because... Mm-hmm. Once again, that's not Triple H's guy You know that, that That's a Vince guy And once Vince is out of here Triple H gonna go up here and put his own people in there But uh, It's just I don't understand where that, where that Where that's coming from But with that being said So w- w- with the releases So you know TJP Um Was you know he got some new tattoos That wasn't approved by WWE he uh, was on Twitter, and people was asking him, you know, you haven't been on TV. Would you ever think about going to AEW? And he said, no, I want to do everything I can to succeed here. And I know that they, they had some disagreements back and forth, and he got fired, like straight up fired. And, uh, oh, and, oh, because he called out somebody for stealing one of his ideas. And he said, this is what happens when uh, somebody turns in uh. Uh, your homework and put their name on it. I don't know who stole what idea from TJP. And he feels that like that was his last chance. I'm sitting there thinking like, was it Ricochet? I'm guessing because people people was alluding to that that was TJP's idea to take to be to, to do Ricochet spot or Raw. I'm like, no, who would care? I was, right. you know. And then uh, so how do y'all feel about TJP, especially uh? Ty Dillager leaving, at all?
0: Uh, can I go? Can ahead, I go? Yeah. yeah, go ahead, Flow. Speak on now, it. Now, now, y'all know me. I don't care. I, I don't care. I never want to see anybody lose their job. Mm-hmm. But my God, like look, look who you name. Honestly, it's Ty Dillinger, TJP, and and Hideo Itami. I. I don't know. I don't know. Like it sucks that y'all lost y'all jobs, but I mean, what were y'all doing? Like, anyway, like
2: honestly,
0: I, don't know. I, I, I mean, Todd Dillinger, Todd Dillinger, he he's still eating. As much as I hate hate hater, Peyton Royce is making that br- making that bread. So, I
2: yeah, mean, but I mean, I know he wants to try to you know do do it on his own, of course. So. Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. which is fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes you gotta look. Drew McIntyre is
2: perfect example. He had to go do a revamp. They he come lit. Back. I mean,
0: I don't like what they're doing with him right now, but he lit. Right, like he lit. So mm-hmm. sometimes you just gotta go away, start over. What you call him the biggest, biggest waste of money?
2: Biggest waste of money.
0: Okay. Look at him yeah. now, right? Like, he he, good money now. So. You know, just take it as take it as a as an opportunity to revamp yourself, man. Mm-hmm. And you know, hopefully we'll see you back. TJP, I don't know why you got them tattoos, bro. Shit. <laughs>
1: don't,
0: I don't. You could. I mean, I, he's bored though. Like I get, he's bored, so he just did something to get a, a rush or something. I don't know, but you knew damn well you was gonna get in trouble for that, man. Like. <sighs> I don't, it wasn't even like they were good tattoos like Randy Orton's or something like he's got a bunch of, like like it's like he got enough VC on 2K19 to get a uh, simple <laughs> image number one like I don't know <laughs> you <wrong. laughs> really though like them they weren't even cool tattoos like I don't, I don't know, man. Like, like I said, just, just use this as an opportunity to, to hit the indies and revamp yourself. It Drew McIntyre is the perfect example. So, yeah, yeah. There you go.
2: Shit. Him and believe it or not, him and Bobby Lashley.
0: And Lashley, right? Yeah.
2: So, <clears throat> but how, how about you, Quadro? I know you like some All of these right, guys.
3: Yeah, if I'm gonna roll through them real quick, um Hideo hit some bad luck, man. We, he got hurt early came back and got hurt again and at that point WWE was like, we can't put that faith in you because you brittle and they write yeah. it's messed up but they write so I understand why he had to go I get that um, Todd Dillinger he he's be- he already has indie bookings <laughs> that, that's already happened but he came up at a time, and it was like, oh, I'm here, but so is all these other people to the back of the line with you. <laughs> Ty Dillard like, uh,
2: been at that company for over 10 years.
3: Forever. Forever. He was Stan. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of my favorite Shawn Michaels moments. <laughs>
2: yeah. Kick him square in the face. Cause he, he was in the tag team with Cody Rose in, o, in OVW.
3: Right, it it was weird because it was like he finally, after after the longest, finally started to pick up speed on NXT. He was like, oh, I can see him and, and maybe moving towards that main card picture. Hey, I'm on I'm on SmackDown now. Oh, okay, but we did. not all right back to the back of the line with you so he was unhappy and he had to cut ties just like you said about drew mcintyre Q flow go out get your life together come back i get that now um tjp when your body is your job you should know better (laughs) yeah i i I don't and, and it's i've seen it from like multiple wrestlers, they, they just do stuff and it's supposed to work? Like, alright, when Naomi did the glow title, that just happened to work out. That could've went horrible. <laughs> it could've. Mm-hmm. When, uh, um, I don't know if y'all saw that recent video of Lana. I don't know what she's doing.
2: <laughs> you said it to me. I didn't just see it. What was she talking about in that video?
0: Oh, my God. She, oh she's mad because, um, Rhonda is taking her place in Total yep. Beaver's. Yeah.
2: Wait a and, minute. Wait a minute. Wait yep. a minute. Wait. Wait. Stop. 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 They're <laughs> putting Ronda Rousey on Total Divas. See, I, I yes, knew
0: this for like. I knew this for like two months. I I just didn't want to.
2: They are putting the baddest that. woman who can legitimately <sighs> kick your ass uh-huh. on Total
1: Divas. Mhm. Uh-huh. Yeah.
3: So, so what Miss C J Perry did is she sounded off about this on her personal YouTube
0: YouTube channel. On her personal YouTube, and you know what? It's it's so cringy, bro. Don't yo, I, I go watch yo, it? But I mean, it's it's cringy as hell. It's like it Rana is. is not intimidating, man. Like, like I understand that you
3: get mad at your job sometimes. I get that. Trust me. I get that. (laughs) But you also know there's certain things that you shouldn't do that might jeopardize you continuing to have a check. So the same way with TJP, that's why I was like, why did you do that? Q-Flow, you make a point of he was bored, so he decided to go get some ink. I guess in his head he said, well, I'm not on TV anyway, so it doesn't matter what I do. Yes, right.
0: Like, right. does Rusev got in trouble for cutting his hair? You Wait. really? This Wait. Rusev and Lana had
3: gotten. I don't know, like to roll back into that. I don't know what's wrong with Lana. Lana with this video. Lana, and, Lana, and Rusev being coupley and public during that Dolph Ziggler angle. Wait, <laughs> like, L- Lana and Rusev shooting. Um, on jar photos and them getting leaked online. What is they doing? <laughs> mm. Do they forget what their job is?
2: <laughs> I guess so sometimes.
3: Yeah. You, you know what? They eventually it's not going to work out for them. I mean it's they,
2: eventually, Eventually I mean, it's not. I me personally Lana, I don't <laughs> care about Rusev, if I do <laughs> care about
3: you know what's unfortunate? That's going to be the too. type of thing where I feel like they're
2: going to fall together. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying. I feel I feel more bad for Rusev than I do Lana.
3: So, and, oh, if you ever watched that video, Rusev was the one recording it. So, I'm sorry, he got to take so but so much blame. Something in him should have probably said, Babe, you ain't doing this. No, I don't think you should do this. But if you watch Total Divas, you see she kind of wild anyway.
2: So... I mean, she got. I mean, but still. But, what? Anyway,
0: look. Yep, we don't see Rhonda and Travis on 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 Total Divas. Oh, yep. Jesus! Uh, Absolutely.
3: And you won't see Lana anymore. <laughs> no. Uh, uh. I mean, does she always talk about fighting for TV time? Anyway, and every time WWE seems like they give her some TV time, she do something insane. Like when they finally gave her that title shot, and she out there herself that she got cheated out of there so WWE had to deal with it and correct her on it how many times can you ask for forgiveness and get it I'm sorry <laughs>
0: that's what I'm saying my thing is she's getting all these opportunities meanwhile yeah, you, you still you got a lot of women We're, uh, oh well she's injured Ember uh, Moon uh, uh, I was wondering where she at thank yeah, you Dana Brooke uh, that's all I, all I got in my head right now uh you know, you getting all these random ass title shots, I don't know how, and then you got mm-hmm. other women who, they might not be the best wrestlers in their division, but they're better than you, yes. and it's like, you, you're, you're you're complaining because you're not on TV? Like, it, you're not it, on, on a reality TV show? It feels like, to me,
3: like, she feels like she's unreplaceable. Look, and that's that's not the know. mindset you want to have. I don't have know, but that video that video
0: was cringy as hell, bro. Like it was cringy. I watched the whole thing. It's crazy
2: though, man. I was I was just
0: like, ooh. I suggest you watch it, but
3: when you watch it, you you will be taken back a little bit. Like, yo, what are you doing,
2: Look, <laughs> Lana? Her everything died with Lana with that whole Dolph Ziggler thing. It died. Everything that was special about Lana was gone. What
0: Dolph? Z- uh, tell me after
2: the show. Tell me after the show. No, no. He no. Dolph Ziggler had a, a rivalry uh-huh. with Rusev back in twenty sixteen, uh-huh. and Lana and Rusev was having uh-huh. some problems. And Lana started dating on screen Dolph Ziggler. Uh huh. But uh-huh. and see and so this is when Dolph Ziggler, the character of Dolph Ziggler. Made Lana like you know be free a little bit because you know when we when we, we see Lana with Rusev, she had her hair up in the bun, she had these business clothes on, them tight skirts and everything. That's the Man, Lana I, I love. I
0: like that you Lana know. too. So
2: Crush. so yeah, exactly. But the the Rusev's business associate. But then when she met Dolph, she she started letting her hair out. She started wearing you know look denim. She started, you know, open up her clothes a little bit, revealing herself. That was supposed to be the whole storyline, but then she goes and gets married to Rusev, and what she what she has every right to do is her husband, her fiance. Yep. But she puts it all over social media when she's in the middle of a storyline when she's supposed to be with this other guy. So to the point was, it got all over the place. He had to immediately drop the storyline.
0: Yeah, broke the fuck out
2: of the KF. Huh? Exactly. Right, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm right. sorry. So when that happened. Lana never went back to business. entire Lana, She just stayed as that Lana. And it was just like, okay, well, this is not working for the Rusev character. Then all of a sudden, they, then she wants to try to wrestle. They break them up. They come back together. and Lana has just never been Lana again. Lana's just an, another like, diva on the side. I feel like somebody
3: needs to pull Lana into the office, sit down, and have a real conversation with her, and just be like, "I don't know if you know this, but we don't need you."
2: I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, so you don't. Do... Tell me <laughs> I just give
3: her them two words. Right, right. I don't. I don't really know how many ways we can say this. We don't need you, and if you want to be real and keep playing these games, we can do without him. It's it's messed up. But if this is what you want to do, we can do this, I mean, and we will be okay.
2: However, Which, I can understand the frustration with her, and I can understand the frustration definitely with Rusev.
0: I mean, that's, I can, I can too. But I mean, everybody's job come with frustration. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. You
3: just... Sometimes, I, I mean.
0: Someone, I think
3: we've all learned, and being WWE fans for years, sometimes you just got to sit on the bus until the seat opened up in the front.
2: But, then, but that's the that's the thing. though it opened up for Rusev, and they pushed him to the back. Rusev Day should never ended the way it did. Right? Rusev Day was getting over. He did that. Like that's what they tell me to do. They, they they tell these people to go out. Do uh, you know. Get involved with your character and try to get over. But,
3: but with that being said, during the time of, of Rusev Day when that was all hot, wasn't Lana having deep backstage drama with Paige?
2: Probably was. But I, but, that, but, but that, that Lana wanted, written, wanted to be a but wrestler. It is. <laughs> but Lana wanted to be a wrestler, so. They broke them up and I'm just like, okay, all of a sudden they 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 want to put it put, put Lana back and then they wanna start doing Lana Day now. I'm like, no, see, no, no, no. Y'all are messing this whole thing up. And next thing you know, ever, ever since then we haven't heard from in English again. And that's that's very, very unfortunate, but you know. But we do have to excuse me, move on from uh that we still got a lot we still got a lot of things to cover in the podcast because I definitely want to go over, um, NXT, do you see NXT this week? Yep. All right. Yep. So, uh, yep. all right, cool. Okay. We're about to, uh, do our NXT reviews, So let's, uh, pop on that good old classic music. Evidence, apathy, Evidence, apathy, all right. NXT this past week, uh, a lot of good things happened in NXT uh, this week. Uh, giant Organo comes out, and he gets c- a promo. Basically, it's kind of like almost facious, kind of, in a way. How he lost the, the North American Championship to, Johnny, uh, to Velveteen Dream, and how he's been on Raw and SmackDown, and uh, <clears throat> how he's still like Giant TakeOver and stuff like that. But then Tommaso Ciampa comes out, and Ciampa is... Telling him that they need to be forming more of a team and they should go and go into the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, and John Gano in a way agrees with them, and they become DIY again for this Dusty for this, the Dusty Classic, and then Candice LeRae is backstage like, "You really, we really going to do this?" Me personally, I think this all implodes, and they finally get that final match at. Takeover—they—they they, I call it New York now because it's not Brooklyn, but it's—it's it's their takeover Brooklyn, uh, four or five it is because yeah. takeover is someone says not gonna be in Brooklyn this year, right. so they're not gonna have that. So that's why I'm thinking maybe maybe happy. I'm not sure. Uh, Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah defeat uh,
3: I uh, Lee. Uh, okay and. Tanya,
2: yeah, I'm sorry, y'all know I ain't good with names. Yeah, <laughs> Tanya, yeah, I don't know who that is, but uh, yeah, they one of oh, this war actually was a match. Anna Leah, I'm like, okay, uh, props to y'all. I know who they was.
0: I'm like, I just seen two pretty women walking. I'm like, who the hell are they? Well, and then I heard the names, and I'm like, oh, hi, we the girls
3: that been in NXT for like two years.
2: How y'all doing? <laughs> yeah, that's really, really And they got to form tag teams now because I will get to that in a minute. Um. Yeah good match comes up uh, Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic Di- Di- uh, we need why can't he just be Donovan Dijak like he was in the indies I'm just saying but y'all want to make names easier to like Dijakovic Kold- I'm like that's like Michael like Michael yeah he gonna mess up and
3: be like yeah versus the ball that we're on our way to that we yeah, exactly. Dom. Di- J- or Dom? <laughs>
2: So uh, it was a really decent matchup. A uh, nice uh, split leg and choke slam to Keith Lee by Dom. Uh, he goes for the moonsault to the outside to Keith Lee. This big guy uh, really with, with these aerial moves is very impressive. I was
0: about to say. I, I was about to say. Oh wow! Okay, coming from you, that's okay. I'm so about to say. I know you don't like when big.
2: When, when big men do these aerial moves. Yeah, uh, I, I do agree. I, I, I do miss the art of the big man in wrestling and in basketball, but seeing <laughs> him do, you know, do these kind of things is very impressive because he, he reminds me a lot of Mike Awesome. I don't know, q 4 if you know who Mike Awesome is, but I know, Quattro, you know who Mike Awesome is. Absolutely I, uh, I absolutely
3: know who Mike Awesome yeah, is. Yeah, so Mike Awesome o- was o- never... W right there.
2: Yeah, Mike Awesome was a very athletic big guy I never looked at him like a super heavyweight, like on a Vader, Bam Bam Bigelow, Mark Henry type, because those people should be doing moonsaults other than Vader. But, uh, (laughs) he was, he's more of the Mike awesome. That's like really tall and really big, but he can still do athletic stuff. And I'm like, that's who he kind of reminds me of. So, you know, it's kind of like good to see somebody, you know, reminiscent of Mike awesome. I kind of do miss Mike awesome. Um, Mm -hmm. So it is a double countout where both men cannot answer the answer the ten count in uh at the end of that. Then we get uh who are the first of all how y'all enjoy the matchup? Uh,
0: I I like the match. It was a spot Keith Lee. Uh, I'm gonna call it a choke slam. He got some height when he choke that brother. I was like, yeah, first, like, Dijak was in the air for a good five seconds. I'm like, bro, put him down. Yes, that's a split leg chokes
2: that we do. I'm like, that is yeah, impressive. Yeah,
0: I, I like the finish. Um, It just, I mean, nobody looks weak in this. So,
1: I, the,
3: I like how they're two athletic big men because – it gives a whole air of unpredictability to the match because I mean, first off, you looking at it, oh, it's their big man; they ain't gonna do nothing. Then they go to a top rope and do something wild, and you was like, that wasn't supposed to happen. So, you know what? <laughs> so now you almost watching the whole match on the end of your seat, like, I wait, I don't know who's gonna pull this out. So I would, I like to see them in another match, especially with the type of finish. I can see this happening again without a doubt.
2: But how? Yeah, they're gonna have to. The Undertaker was doing an interview because I remember Lady Sketch came to me the other day and was talking to me about this. The Undertaker did an interview about, you know, guys doing all these kind of moves and that's not going to get you over. It's, it's, a, it's about the character even though he made a lot of good points in that interview. And when I see it, when I was watching this matchup, was it entertaining? Yes, but this is one of my biggest problems with Ring of Honor. And one of the reasons why I never liked was never a big fan of Ring of Honor because when you have Keith Lee and Dom doing these uh big moves like this, to the point is, what what moves do they do that nobody else does? What is their signature? They're doing everything that everybody else does, and they don't do any of their mostly their own moves, which does not make them feel unique. Is it very? I mean, it's very impressive to see, uh. Dom do a, a monkey flip on the Keith Lee and he lands on his feet. That's very impressive for a big guy to do that. Especially on, on the size of Keith Lee. But you know, right. we've we've I've seen Ricochet, Kofi Kingston and so many other AJ Styles, so many people, other people do that same thing to the point where it's just like, okay, just because you're bigger you know, it's fine. But once again, who is Keith Lee? What is the character behind Keith Lee and it's like when you can't do those moves, what's going to get you over? And that's one thing. And that's one. That's one of the thing's about you know the ring of like like uh, that I didn't like. And like Carnage was in his Hall of Fame, you know the wrestling is great. It's 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 better than it was back in the day. I'll be the first to admit that the wrestling today is way better than it was back in the Attitude Era. It wasn't good at all. But you do have to. Invest. The reason why people love the actuator so much, and they wanted to come back, and they they miss on they miss on the people, is because of the character. They invested those peep. They invested their time into their characters instead of trying to invest in the moves. Because after a while, you can't do those moves every night. They wear tears on your body, especially with a big guy like Keith Lee. This man ain't gonna be doing no kind of monkey flips for too much longer. You gotta save this for like special occasions, kind of thing. So right. Like I said, was it an impressive matchup and stuff like that? Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, it's just that uh, I'm like, man, there's there's a time and a place kind of thing because people going to end up like Matt Seidel, and he is just like so bad and broken up, and I think he may be like a year or two older than me or younger than me. I'm not sure. But you shouldn't be that broken up at that young age.
3: So you would say um, it's definitely more important to have character over moves?
2: Yes, that's what got us the wrestling in the first place.
3: Well, let me ask you this. Do you think that's the popular belief
2: now? No, because we, unfortunately, we spoiled ourselves.
3: With that being said, I understand why they're doing what they're doing. But you're not wrong in the sense of that. But it's almost like, I don't know how this saying goes correctly, but I got to give you the stake and then slide in the potatoes and vegetables. And it feels like the steak is the moves. And the potato and vegetables is the character. Now you got the whole full meal. And you definitely want it again. So maybe he's going that route with it. Let me okay. show you what I can do. And slip my character in. Now you're really sold. I will
2: because- never I will never call the, the moves the steak. Never. That's not what gets... The the, the moves are high-flying. The moves are entertaining to watch. But there's a time that you can't do those moves anymore. Look at Daniel Bryan. How many times since his injury have you seen Daniel Bryan dive through the ropes? I don't even know. He don't do Uh. it no more. He does a double drop kick. But he don't dive through the ropes no more. Maybe at Mania, he'll dive through the ropes. But it's a special occasion. He's focusing on his... Captain Planet style eco friendly character right now, which is actually a pretty badass character. I never uh-huh. seen Daniel Bryan in a slight before, but that's the things you have to work on. We all into the moves now, like that's what I'm saying. But you know, that's going. You are not going to be able to have that longevity in your career to the point where you got people that could do the same move, probably even better. What are you going to be remembered for? And when you when you don't have a balance of those kind of things, it's uh you know it's it it really poisons who you are. Like when Batista came back on Monday, we was all hyped to see. I knew I was.
0: I damn sure was. It was like, I was confused.
2: I was like, <laughs> but it was what? Batista. What's
0: going on?
2: <laughs> and you know when Batista came back, Batista was known as the animal. That's the, the uncaged animal Batista, and Batista had his own set of moves that he did, not trying to be like everybody else, but we remember Batista for being Batista. You know? And, you know, there is not that many characters like that. When you got an audience who has a very short attention span, like the ones right. that, that that we listen to, uh, that we're doing now, in the next, like, what makes Keith Lee different from Apollo Crews? Honestly, that's a good. That's a
0: good point. No. I don't. Not much. I got nothing. Look, you're right. I give you
2: that. Apollo Crews was in ring of. Want
3: to pay attention to moves first. You got to throw your moves first, then get your character in. But, that's just the climate we're in right but now. But here's
2: the thing, though: Apollo Crews was throwing his moves in, and nobody still get care about him.
3: He never switched to the character part. It got to be a switch eventually.
2: <laughs> no, you got to start with it. Somebody got to know why you. Are start, you yeah. Why are you that person? It's like this, I was. I was just telling uh, Lady Sketch the other day. I said, "Remember MVP? MVP was a good wrestler, mm-hmm. but MVP had a character. He was TO of wrestling. He had that whole baller millionaire sports athlete gimmick. Y'all need me." but I'm not going to fight unless the price is right. Uh And that was the character and people got invested in that character. So when MVP finally did wrestle, people were invested in there because he talked up for about two, three months. He sat up in that booth talking about some, I'm not ready to wrestle yet because the price ain't right. And then when he finally came out and he was like, okay, people now are invested because this man talks so much shit. He's in there. He can actually wrestle. That's what balance out, you know, balance out the character. If you had just brought well, MVP in and he just had a a decent wrestling match with, I'm trying to think of ruthless aggression like Luther Reigns at that time. Would he? <laughs> e- would he ever be that memorable?
3: Oh well, let me say this: If I'm gonna think of a wrestler today that I know came in character first, huh. but nothing really happened from that, how about Conor Reeves?
2: it's up to you Cola Reeves I mean that character's not going to get over he needs to try it again because Colonel Reeves had a different character before he came in uh, for actually the first time but the thing with Colonel Reeves is when they brought him in nobody even knew who he was I still
3: don't know who he is
2: and, 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 and I was like the big return of Colonel Reeves I was like he was here he was here
3: You're right, I did do that but I feel like he came in on a similar similar gimmick of MVP, I'm the best look at me, all this other stuff and he got in the ring and everybody was like Conan
2: Reeves came in as a Hawaiian Johnny Cage not MVP (laughs) and it didn't work (laughs) that's what it was and it just didn't work for him And and, and also it's about who is in that role he maybe somebody else you can give that gimmick to and they can do better with it. Kurt Angle, prime example. Kurt Angle, once again, is my greatest wrestler of all time. He's my favorite. He's a Hall of Famer. There's no denying that Kurt Angle is a legit wrestler. He can, he can wrestle. But what was Kurt Angle's character when he first came in? Olympic. He was the cocky Olympic gold medalist who won a legit Olympic gold medal in the, the 1996 uh, um, Olympics in Atlanta. And he was cocky because he was above this professional wrestling. That was the Hi, character. Oliver. That was the character. And when he came in and he did his legit wrestling moves to balance out with his character, he got over. And he's a Hall of Famer now. So when you look at people like Ricochet and, uh, you know, because, you know, Ricochet's on another planet, but Ricochet has to develop something eventually. Keith Lee, when you look at Keith Lee and when you look at uh, some of the other guys like this, this Dom guy, or you even look at Adam Cole, other than Adam Cole stealing a Jericho catchphrase, what do they got that Apollo Crews don't? Because Apollo Cruz, if you look at Apollo Cruz in the indies, that man is good.
3: I've never seen him in the indies. I have not.
2: That's what I'm saying. you got to watch Apollo Cruz in the indies. That man is a good wrestler. He has a lot of great moves. But guess what? He ain't got no character. Other than Keith Lee being big and basking in his glory, it's like, what else do you do? We got big guys before like this. Mark Henry was the man, uh, was uh, is a Hall of Famer, and he is big and bigger than Keith Lee. Keith Lee can wrestle better; than he can. But so, what did Mark Henry do? His first character didn't work. He he was the Olympian also, but he's the world's Strongest Man, which turned out to be legit. Uh-huh. And then he turned uh-huh. they turned that character into Sexual Chocolate, and they came back as you know the uh, with him and uh, Teddy Long doing the White Boy Challenge. In two thousand three, I forgot then, about that. Yeah, and then he he did that. Then he did Hall of Pain. Hall of Pain, and he got himself over. You need that kind of balance because nobody's going to remember just the moves. Because after a while, everybody does the same move. What makes the dive through the rope so special? How many people do it? Too many. A lot. Too many people dive through the ropes. But I remember when. Uh, you know when when, when somebody dived through the ropes, like when Undertaker dove, dove over the ropes, which he only did on big big occasions. It's like I remember that when the Undertaker did that, and Undertaker was one of the only people that used to do that. Now everybody does it. So it's like this:
3: moves get you noticed, but character keeps you noticed.
2: I mean that's been the formula for you know the, the beginning of wrestling. Why did you start watching it? Why did you start watching ECW? Cause it was wild. <laughs> it was wild because all ECW had was characters other than that they were just literally killing each other. Cause they didn't have no wrestling skill. The majority, not all of them, but the majority of them they didn't have no wrestling skill. Mm-hmm. But you watched Taz because he was the human suplex machine. And when Taz, when you had a match with Taz, he had way more different combinations of suplex than Tommy Dreamer did. Tommy Dreamer was the innovator of violence. Sabu was uh, you know that
3: homicidal, uh, genocidal, suicidal, suicidal.
2: and every match he did he f- he flowed with that character. RVD was the Mr. Highlight film. That's what he did. The Sandman was just there to drink beer and have a kendo stick. They had their characters <laughs> uh-huh. yeah they had their characters but they you know a- along with it that- that's what got them over. I get it. When we grew up, we grew up at a time when
3: characters came first. Now, moves come first, but characters keep you there. Even if I look at somebody recently, like a KO, he hit NXT, move first, then you heard the character KO. And that kept him there.
2: No, KO had the character first before the moves. KO had the character. Had the move first. How?
3: His first match coming into NXT, doing all the, being a big man, doing a split legged moonsault and jumping off stuff and all that stuff. He, he
2: ain't doing all that shit that. with CJ Parker.
3: <clears throat> I swear he did. I, I'll go back and watch it again.
2: CJ Parker, Parker broke his nose in that, that matchup
3: at the beginning.
2: CJ Parker broke his nose in that matchup. And what was so special about Kevin Owens is that his character was he turned on his best friend for years. He had a match with CJ Parker at that, that Takeover show. It was a decent matchup. He, uh, But what, what got Kevin Owens to that point, it wasn't that match, is that he turned his back on his best friend for years, on Sami Zayn, and told him that and he, in his mind, felt as though he wasn't doing anything wrong because he was going to do anything he could to feed his family. And to feed his family was to get the top prize, which was a championship, and my best friend got it. So I gotta get to you to feed my son. That's the character.
3: Yeah, because he turned on him that night.
2: That's what got Kevin Owens over. That was the old night Sami
3: Zayn won it. Exactly. He had a, he had a, a good match with CJ Parker. And then later on that night, he showed his character and attacked Sami Zayn.
2: Exactly, but other than the match, it was like, okay, obviously... If I all three of us, I guarantee you, we don't remember that match match from uh, move for move. One, because it was C.J. Parker, but two, is because uh, that's, that's a, you've seen the moves already. I've seen big men do mood salts already. Ain't nothing special about it.
0: After I seen that that heavy dude do it, I, I don't care anymore.
2: I've seen Vader do it. I've seen Hugh Morris do it. I've seen Bam Bam Bigelow do it. It's not special anymore. The DDT is not the special no That's more. The, like the, the DDT is not special no more. What ke- the move Kevin Owens does that I like is the pop up power bomb because I, I I don't see nobody you know kind of use it in that way. But now you got everybody doing yeah. pop up power bomb and shit like that. Now that say that there is no moves of their own anymore. All
0: right? I I you know what's crazy? I I knew moves. I knew signature like the era of finishers and signature moves were coming to an end. When I heard Michael Cole say Shawn Michaels did a super kick.
2: Yeah, I'm like, bro, he did, that's a sweet chin music, but I guess now it's just a regular old super kick now. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. Goldberg, everybody knows when you think of a spirit and a jackhammer, who you thinking of?
3: Goldberg. No, I
2: honestly, not who you thinking of. Goldberg, right?
3: Goldberg, then Edge, in that order, yes.
2: A spirit and a jackhammer?
3: Well, I was just focused on the Spear part. Spear and Jackhammer solely Goldberg.
2: Okay, yeah. Uh, I uh, can't even
3: think of no one else that does the Jackhammer.
2: It, thank to me, him.
3: that's his move. It, it,
2: it, it, when I say Tombstone Piledriver, even though Kane did it, who do you think of?
3: Undertaker. Hager.
2: When you think of the pedigree, you think of who? Triple H. When you think of the rock bottom, even though Booker T did his own version of it, who who does it? The Rock. The Rock. The rock. When 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 you see the stunner, who does the stunner?
0: Mm, K O won with a stunner. He won. <laughs> with
2: it. I knew he was about to say that. He <laughs> won with a stunner. He, he won with a stunner. But he
0: did it twice. in his, his career.
2: But who is the first name you come to uh, mind? Uh, that's,
0: that's Stone Cold. Stone Cold. And sand,
2: Cold. with that god awful leg drop is who? No. Exactly. The figure four leg lock is who? Flair. Flair. Now, watch this. The dive through the ropes is who?
0: Everybody. The
2: the Phoenix Splash is who?
3: Anybody small.
2: The 450 (laughs) Splash is who?
0: God. I don't know. That's that's Uh, the
2: point. There is no identity anymore. Everybody does it to the point where it just... Is getting played out because the the person who used to do the four fifty splash back in the day was 2 cold Scorpio. He brought that out. Wow. And now the four fifty splash is a dead thing to the point where it's like same
3: way Shane Douglas finisher was a belly to belly.
2: Exactly. <laughs> a belly to belly. Jake the Snake. Don't forget who,
0: everybody doing choke slams now.
2: Exactly. Every, every you got Punisher everybody Martinez. Does slam, everybody does choke
0: slams. Everybody does
3: clotheslines. Everybody does freaking. Frog Splashes, everybody does super kicks, when that was supposed to be the Sweet Chin Music, and see, and you know it what? was supposed to be the five star Frog Splash,
2: <laughs> because when, I, when, when it came to Frog Splashes, there's only three people that did the Frog Splash, but they all did it differently, that was Eddie Guerrero, RVD, yeah. and dl yeah. Brown, yep. they all did the Frog Splash differently, which made it theirs. D'Lo Brown did the lowdown, which Leo Rush does today. D'Lo Brown still had the best one. RVD did the five-star I frog splash. Mean, you
3: know what's funny? I know it's the lowdown, but when Leo Rush do it, I don't see it as the lowdown. I see how it's supposed to be, but I'm like, it's not right.
2: It, but, 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 but see, you're making the point. D'Lo Brown made it synonymous. He made it his way. Eddie Guerrero, when, uh-huh. when he just a little tight frog splash, now you see Seth Rollins do it in every single match. I'm like, but that's Eddie's frog splash, and then and then Sasha tries it. Stop, and then uh, you, you see RVD do the five star frog splash. That's his. The, the he was the first one that sold the frog splash after he landed on somebody else. And Right. Now when it's, people, that
3: pop-up. Exactly, <laughs> it's that pop up. Exactly. It's that pop up. You like that really hurt. <laughs> but now, uh-huh.
2: but now you got everybody else trying to do it, and it's like y'all taking it away of what made that that frog Slash, especially y'all not even making it your own anymore
3: so one thing i was i was watching i was watching um someone what culture they was talking about and they was actually talking about this in a little bit uh-huh. they they said some of the newer wrestlers in interviews and staff i said what makes it hard to make a move your own is to a a bit a move that's your own
2: Yeah. They,
3: they feel like everything. I, I don't want to say everything's taken, but how do you make the pedigree truly yours? I mean, Triple H has done it his way. Paul, how would you make that yours again? Paul
2: Heyman said way. Huh? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Look, Paul Heyman said it the best on the Stone Cold podcast. If you get a guy like Mark Henry and you put See. him. And he puts his headlock on his opponent in the first match he's in. Thirty weeks straight, he puts his headlock on this guy, and it finishes this guy. You are now putting over that move, and it's synonymous with Mark Henry. That's how you get a move over. Everybody wants to have these five-star classic matches in the Indies, to the point where they ain't thinking about their own move. And on top of that, one, they don't sell, and two. They pop up after finishing moves. That's how you make your own move. You're saying if it's already been done already. Well, here's the thing. I have never seen nobody finish anymore with a super kick. Unless Shawn Michaels is doing it. Who gets finished with a super kick anymore? Nobody.
3: No, unless, every once in a while, Dolph Ziggler. Well, exactly. Every once, but that, it's rare. But it's rare. But,
2: <laughs> but, but but peep this. You got Drew McIntyre that says, you know what? I'm going to turn the Claiborne kick into a finishing move. Because... He took what Roderick Strong did, that sick kick, and now Roderick Strong don't even do it no more because it because his sucked. But you got Drew McIntyre that makes that his move, and then when Drew McIntyre comes in here, he finishes off his his people with the Clayboard kick. That move is protected. How many times have we seen a cutter in the business? But the RKO is the finisher. He made it his own. Uh-huh. You gotta respect the finisher and then you, you you know you got to put the Fisher over. You, you you got moves that have been done over and over again, but but how many power bombs have we had? But Batista got the Batista bomb, and Kevin Nash got the jackknife. They both finish you off. You
0: know what's crazy? WWE definitely just posted who got the best power bomb. Yeah, so, I don't so, remember the rest of them, but Batista and Kevin Nash.
2: Exactly. So, right, but but, the
0: but power bomb and all
3: that stuff. Oh yeah, but Kevin Owens. Yeah, yeah but if we well, say that you Huh? So but the point that you're saying right now is a finisher don't finish you anymore.
2: It' not like it should, but I'm just saying. But you, you you just asked how does somebody make the pedigree a pedigree? Is you got to you know determine a move, and you got to put that move over, and and people got to establish that that is that is going to be your finisher <laughs> that that will make synonymous with you. But right now we are we're in an age that. You know, we want fast-paced back-and-forth action. We want the non-selling to the point where it's just like, okay, none of these moves mean shit anymore. None of them. And, you know, Uh, it's very very hard to find moves that, you know, destroy your opponent. Like, it should. Finishing moves should only be kicked out in big moments. Not on Raw and SmackDown. But isn't that the
3: reason? And I'm not saying this is a good reason at all. This is why we have people doing crazy move after crazy move after crazy move. Cause it's almost, cause like you said, we live in a society of two second attention span. So it's like, oh yeah, I got this character. All oh, you talking, I don't care about that. Do something crazy. Oh, you did something crazy. Now I'm going to listen to you. I feel like that's why people coming out move first, then character. But you
2: know what? That's that's it's it's a it's a thing. You can teach the public what you want them to teach. You. People, the media, social media is in control. They are if you if you even go to the days of rap music, uh-huh. if you got if you got hip hop artists telling the kids to go out and pop lock and dance in the late eighties and early nineties, kids will go out there and pop lock and dance. But if uh-huh. you are telling kids to go sell drugs on the corner and go shoot your enemy, that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna listen to cool right. right. So when it comes to wrestling when even in Rufus Aggression, you had the characters, you had the moves, you established who they were, and that's what the fans liked. All of a sudden, you just see somebody over in TNA or Ring of Honor uh, want to say, we're going to have a brutal match, but we're going to do our way of fight forever. And when that happens, when you see somebody take a, a, a Canadian Destroyer on barbed wire, and then they get thrown through a flaming table, and then on dump tax, and then by a fluorescent light, and they still kick out at two. People are like, Whoa, he's fighting, and then all of a sudden, you have just that hurts the business. Leo Rush takes a sit down power bomb off an 18 foot land, and doesn't sell it. That ruins it. That ruins the business.
3: At the same time, look at somebody like Alacy Evans, who's just coming down every week, walking to the ring and then walking back. That's not driving people to say, hey, I want to know more about this lady. They're saying, oh, here she come again. Somebody just get her out of here. That's they're, a not, w-
2: they're not w- getting
3: enticed by her character. That's
2: a WWE problem. That's not a wrestling problem. That's a WWE problem because they don't know what to do with her. But in NXT, she was the first lady of NXT. She was like mm-hmm. the 1940s girl from fallout i'm just saying you know very you know old school mannerisms that was the character and that's what she is what you're mentioning is you're trying to bring a wwe problem to talk about a wrestling problem that's a, they don't know how to book her they don't know anything about her and her character same thing with ec3 but that's that's this wwe problem that but we, what we're talking about is a wrestling problem this okay. is going to go wrestling okay Type of thing, but hold on, cause we really we really got on topic real quick though. But uh yeah, sorry about that. They no, <laughs> they announced the tag team for Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic. They uh, it's Mustache Mountain Industry Profits, Orny Lorky okay. Danny Birch, and the Forgotten Sons. My God, oh,
3: uh, boy, I have no it. interest in them. Um, I have none. I'm sorry,
2: I don't. I don't either. Uh, DIY and Undisputed Era. Alistair Black and Ricochet and Fabian Eichner and Marcella Bartel. So, what, what, what's looking like it's going to be, I see the Street Profits advancing. I see uh Lorky and Danny Burch advancing. I see DIY being undisputed Error, And I see Alistair Black obviously doing that. And then they blow up with uh, the DIY thing. And Alistair Black and Ricochet making it to the finals. And I, look. I honestly think it's going to be Alistair Black and Ricochet versus the Street Profits. Okay. I think they're about to give the Street Profits that push. They're not going to win it, but I think they make it to the finals because they, they can beat Mustache Mountain and I think they can beat right. only Lorca Danny Birch or the Forgotten Sons. I really think they can. So Yeah,
3: I yeah. think that's a- yeah, I, I I can see the street profits on that side when you break
2: it down like that. Exactly. Because right, if we go to the other side again, you to, <laughs> if you go to if go other side, then I beating DIY, Undisputed Error Austin Black or Ricochet or Fabian Nightner and uh, uh, was it Marcel Bartel? Bartel, Bar- Bar- yeah. So I see Black and Ricochet taking uh Marcel and Fabian I- I- out the picture, and DIY yeah. is going to have to implode. So Undisputed Error well, I I, did, I think they beat Undisputed Era, but they're not going to beat Black and Ricochet. So okay, let
3: unless, they, Im, unless they implode during the match with the Street Profits.
2: No, Street Profits was on on the, on the other side, so if they face the Street no, Profits, I'm saying?
3: Be, like
0: DIY make it. Oh, to he's the saying end. DIY goes to the finals, right? And, improved, and then they implode versus the
2: street problems. Talk. Implode <laughs> against the street wow, problems. Wow, that's a push, like a big push for the street problems. I don't know if they will get that big of a push.
3: Hey, look, look. DIY, uh, apparently, DIY and Alex Black and Ricochet are on the
0: quote
2: unquote main card now. But, so, but, but, but those,
0: aren't, those, those, aren't those aren't official. Those aren't official. They're
2: going back and forth right now.
3: Yeah, it's none of them. None of it's official. It is that why we keep getting this kind of made-for-TV story about them every week?
2: Yeah, kind of. But here's the thing: yeah. it's not. It's not just about pushing the street profits. You have to sit there and think. I want you to sit there and think of DIY in the ring with Angelo Dawkins. It's not about Montez. Montez <laughs> shows he's he, he's very athletic and he can hang. It's Angelo Dawkins. Can, do,
0: waiting
3: do you this think this is the o- only way this can happen? Johnny has to cross Ciampa because he's going after Ciampa's title.
2: But that, that's fine. But you still got even, huh? <laughs> I'm just saying. But even if that's the case, you still got to bring this guy to a 10 minute match. Right. You got to carry this guy to somewhat of an entertaining matchup because Montez Ford. Is you know obviously the star the more athletic guy but he's the hot tag guy. Angelo Dawkins is the heat the heat guy he's the heat seeker he takes the heat so there is no way Angelo Dawkins is going to hang with Gorgano or Ciampa. Yeah. So I'm just, so it's like you know it's like if they implode. Remember, this is the finals we're talking about. So you know the finals are going to be on the takeover. So they're going to have to have a decent match. Now, 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 once, it, so I, I don't know what the, the case may be, and if it, if it is at the the, the next takeover. Right,
3: so, so if that's the case, if, if without a doubt we see DIY on the other side, if it's not the street profits, who is it? No, Working I'm saying the
2: Street Profits make it to the finals on their side. I'm saying DIY yes. don't make it because you're not going to have your NXT champion fighting for the finals of Dusty Classic and a takeover and not defend his title.
3: So DIY don't make
2: it. I say, so I'm say saying DIY gets past the Undisputed Era because you got to sell the fact that they're a team, but they lose to Austin Black and Ricochet
3: you might as well have them implode early and have the undisputed era go over DIY. That, so we start
2: putting that time into them two going against each other at TakeOver. You could, I mean, it's starting next week, I'm just saying. So, you know, you can have DIY at least win. You got you got to sell the fact that Giant Organo is in Monster Chapa. head. Like, Chapa can trust
3: him. Or, or do uh-huh. something crazy. Have them break up outside the tournament and be like, all right, well, we're we going to pull in another tag team and, and then just replace them or something. With who, Quattro? Back to the Undisputed Era. They can have that match with the um, that
2: don't Street make the, That makes... The, wait, no, you, you, you're confusing me. I'm saying, why would DIY break up before the thing even started?
3: I'm saying they have to break up early on. Break up first round. So we can put time into them two buildings
2: i I was saying. We got time. If they start next week, what
0: do they need to? What do they need to build to? This is. That's what I'm
2: saying. They got a whole year how, of history.
0: You know, longer, yeah, this feud has been going on for the longest. There's really not much building that needs to be done.
2: All he got to do is just turn on him, and then all of a sudden he goes, "I want your championship." You don't. You, we got. We got literally a whole month and a month and a couple. A month and a week before the WrestleMania weekend. All, all DIY can do just beat the Undisputed Era because that way Chopper is starting to trust Gorgano because right now they kind of not trust each other but he needs him so if Gorgano is going to be smart and try to uh, get his championship you got to build some trust they're going to beat the Undisputed Era because Undisputed Era is not doing anything right now and they're going to hurt him as much you get past that but if they can't get past Alistair Black or Ricochet which they both have beef with because Johnny took Ricochet's title, and then uh, Black and Chopper been having their beef. You, it, you that's where they implode at. Cause they, it's, it's beef on beef, and they implode there. And then that's how Black and Ricochet get to the finals against the Street Profits. And that way, okay. you can go you with go. you can go with Chopper and Organo for the title at Takeover. Because Black and Ricochet is busy right now. So that's how you do it. But, uh, moving on also, because what good news is Sasha Banks and Bailey returned to NXT. That was a good moment. Uh, little super fan of Bailey came out and was all hugging Bailey. She's all crying, little traitor. I forgot what her name was. Uh, but, um,. I and, forgot to so it looks like it looks like the women are gonna be uh doing a tag team all over NXT, uh, Smackdown and Raw. So like the women's division is gonna right. all come together. So that, that's actually some good news. Because I would like to see Sasha and Billy at a takeover the titles. Who do you they think
0: going, the next yeah. challenges are? Uh, the they're gonna go against uh, Shafir and, and Duke.
2: That would be oh, kinda Lord. cool. But,
0: Little horse, women
2: but not on the big stage yet, because I still think they, they they need a lot of work. Oh,
0: no, no, no. I wasn't talking about no big stage. I, I was talking about they just randomly, on some so, random they to show up.
3: Do you think they would defend their titles at a takeover?
2: Yes, but I don't yeah. think... I, I think right now the first title... I mean, obviously they're going against uh, the Miles Simones at Fastlane. But I think at WrestleMania... They either get the Bellas or Trish and Lita, and when oh. and when they have that matchup, then I think maybe at Takeover, whatever wherever Money in the Bank is at, whatever that Takeover is, they, they'll defend the titles at a Takeover.
3: I mean, depending on the Mania card, which I don't know at all yet. Do you think they could do it? Do you think it's possible WWE wouldn't have them defend that
2: mania? Oh no. They they're, they're gonna defend them at mania. at
0: mania.
2: The question okay. is against who? That's the question, but they they're gonna defend that mania. Uh okay. Main event time, Shannon Baszler takes on Mia Yim, which I thought was a entertaining matchup. I like that, I like
0: that a lot. Yeah, uh, it was good storytelling in this match.
2: It was, and I'm taking because me and was working on her, but then she kicked the steel steps, and then her leg was hurting her, and she mm-hmm. sold the hell out that leg. Like, you know, I am uh, being a more and more bigger fan of me and, you know? especially like, uh, like looking at her like on a on, uh, Twitter and stuff like that. Like, I'm really liking this girl because I liked her when she was in TNA as Jade, but you know. You know uh, how proud she is of who she is. I'm like, you know, I'm really liking this girl, so I'm hoping you know good things happen to her, especially being NXT. But Shayna Baszler picks up the win here, and she chokes her out. Uh, so Baszler wins here. That was, that was a decent episode of NXT. Great to see Bailey and Sasha Banks back, of course, and everything. So I uh, hope you guys are still with us because we got just two more things to go, and then we'll get some out of here. I told y'all it was going to be a kind of action packed. Podcasts as we missed last week, but um, uh, we got an email question. Hey. so yes, uh, it's only one this week. Thank God, be- <laughs> like 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 it was going to be more, right? So, uh, by the time we're recording this, by the time you guys are hearing this, is obviously the first couple days of March. So we're in Women's History Month, but we just ended this week Black History Month. So uh, we have an email question saying. What were are your top five favorite African-American wrestlers to watch? Now, I did a list on my top five Fridays on this channel, I want to say, three years ago. But we have had an influx of African-American talent on here. So, I definitely want to update my list. Did y'all make a little list at all?
0: I mean, top, I could I'm
2: I can, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead no, no, no. I was about to say top five. I could, I could, I could, I could give you a list. Okay, so it looks like you know some. You know, we do our
3: homework, but it's all good. Now, I, look, now, now, no, some people off the top of my head, not in no specific order, but my, definitely five that I definitely enjoy seeing
2: in the ring. Okay. Well, we'll start with you, then, Quattro
3: Um, Mark Henry. During this time of the um Hall of Pain, absolutely. Salmon, Salmon jacket,
0: Mark Henry.
1: Yes. Look. When Dude,
0: I said Ricard that storyline, I
3: believed he was done.
2: <laughs> I did do too. Was,
3: and then he came back. I was like, most low key one of my most angry moments in WWE. That didn't result in the championship.
2: If oh, bro, I. I, I. I'll rant in a minute because Mark Henry should have won that championship at Money. Uh-huh. He should have. Continue though. Oh. Uh, um, this is not one wrestler. The next two are groups. Nation of Domination. Which one?
3: Farouk, Rock, Mark Henry, D'Lo Brown.
2: Okay. We did there's a little uh line here because Mark Henry kinda came in when Farouk was out. So the one the one that you like is like the Rock, Farouk, Kama Mustafa D Lebron. Kama
3: Mustafa. I did say Mark Henry, you're right. Yeah. I I enjoyed them. I enjoyed their message. I enjoyed yeah. them together. It was like, huh, this is this is different. During that time I was like, this is different.
2: It is. Um okay.
3: current times, I like the new day. They are interesting.
2: I like them better as Face New Day. You know, I do like, but I miss Hill New Day sometimes, though. I, I get that. There's sometimes I do miss Hill New Day.
3: This is for a sheer comedy factor for me. I like D.Lo Brown.
2: Why, why is that comedy?
3: For, I, enjoy, I enjoyed him as the European champion.
2: I mean, yeah. I mean, it was, but I mean, he made it work. Though. I mean, right? Would, would you count that though? When you say, you also say you like them in the nation too. Um, uh that it's different. It's different. He was different with the
3: nation than he was by himself. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Like the the whole head movement and everything into the ring and all that. Like that that was that was funny, and he made it work. And like we um talked about earlier. His lowdown would put people away.
2: <coughs> yeah, I do. Like, I, love, I love that frog splash still. Still one of my favorites. And, um,
3: and um, granted, um, I'm still gonna argue with him being in the Hall of Fame today I die. But from what he brought to the ring in a comedy factor, again, the Godfather. Machando. Just the, no, just as the guy, <laughs> he um, him like selling the hose off to to countless of people, and I mean, I, I we had the intercontinental, I was like, all right, whatever. But just him in that comedic role, doing that, the crowd participation. I think we was all in our house, whole oh, track, and you, it just drew you in. <laughs>
2: It, it 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 did. I I I will give you that until I get to my list. Uh Q flow. Alright, uh
0: so first, I don't know how he got skipped. Booker T. I
2: I don't know I was to say I don't know how either I don't know how the hell you pay D'O'Bryan godfather twice and Mark Kelly. <laughs> Booker T. Uh
0: right, after, what Booker did we watch cool. what did we watch for the channel? Was that was that SummerSlam? Oh, I did, I did. give when, me when it was when it was him versus uh, Big Show.
2: Vengeance. That was
0: vengeance. He scissor kicked Big Show through a table. Never I'm seen no like shit
2: that day in my life. Never seen no shit that day in my life.
0: Right. Uh, yeah, Booker T. Um. Uh, I'm debating between Jacqueline and Jazz.
2: Look, honestly, in my personal opinion, I like Jazz better. Yeah.
0: Jazz was the tougher. She was like, like the mean one, right? Yeah. alright all right, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go with Jazz. Gonna throw Jazz there. had the better
2: body, but Jazz was the. I, I, I just think Jazz was a better wrestler. Yes,
0: Jazz is still wrestling.
2: Yeah. Yes. Old as hell, but yeah, she's still doing it. Right. Um,
0: I gotta add New Jack. No, I'm lying. Yeah, Um, please, you lying. (laughs) He's
3: just (laughs) crazy. He's just a crazy person.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Asshole. Uh. No, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna add Mark Henry. I was around for the uh, for the fake retirement.
2: Yes, um, that used to be um, yeah, part of
0: my yeah my earlier my earlier times. Now, um, I wanna say book jazz. Mark Henry, uh, definitely gotta add the New Day. They're still five years and they're still over as hell. Kofi is to the moon right now. He has a rocket right now. I mean, you know, regardless of Vince violating them on on, on live TV, (laughs) Kofi has a rocket ready to go. Yeah. And, uh... Hmm. For my last one. Number five. Uh... Huh.
3: Go ahead. Do something crazy. Reach in the back. (laughs)
0: Uh... Oh, uh, uh, uh I'm gonna I'm throw Shelton out there. I'm gonna throw Shelton Benjamin out there. I, I liked his singles run. Um, we talk about gold standard. Mm. Not uh, no. <laughs> like, I, yeah. No, but I, I mean, I mean, when he, when he, when him know. and Charlie Haas, when him and Charlie Haas okay. did, I mean, World I, 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 I like what, yeah, I like what he was doing. I mean, that you know he. Regardless of Shawn Michaels kicking his soul away, uh <laughs> yeah. wait.
3: Can I just say when he kicked him, that was part of the raw interest for like the next three years.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it was
3: right. But
0: right. It was like oh wait he kicked wait Ray Mysterio caught a kick from somebody now switch it up. <laughs> but I, I I I like I mean yeah like I said always always like Shelton even even now I mean at his age he's still like in Pretty good shape and all that, even though they're misusing the, the fuck out of them. But um, Look, let me. Ask I, you I respect. One. I respect. Uh, I respect Shelton Benjamin. So, do you feel like co-
3: current day Kofi? Coffee, coffee. I'm gonna get it wrong. Kofi. Thank you. Was what
2: Shelton was in his time? No, almost. No.
0: Mm.
2: Shelton, I weighed some about thirty pounds now. I'm just. I'm saying. about
0: to say, yeah, he's like. <laughs> a good, solid 30. Because,
3: well, I'm just saying, I remember a time when it, Shelton was the guy for the ladder matches. That something crazy was going to happen, you know? Yeah, you're right. And so, like, it's almost transcended to him.
2: you y'all, right Now, you know what? Now, I'm going to say my list. And I'm saying, I guarantee y'all, that was decent. I guarantee y'all would have had a better list if y'all did your homework. Now, I... Was I'm not the kind of guy because I picked legends last time. Like I know about the Junkyard Dogs. I know about the Ernie Lads. I know about the Bubba Brazils I know about the uh, the Ron Simmons. I did all the Tony
3: Atlas, Amaya Johnson. Yeah, but <laughs>
2: however, I'm like okay. There are some that I'm surprised y'all didn't mention, especially like like number one. And I'm just like, but okay, but well, we're gonna get all up into that. Uh, number number five, I gotta give it to the Velveteen Dream. Because uh
0: the oh, see now if I knew we were going
2: no, it's African American wrestlers,
0: African American wrestlers, and that's we were super duper current. But, we going super duper current all right.
2: it don't matter. All right. I'm just saying African past the present. I'm just saying because I did a list like this years ago, so this is an updated one because newer stars have come out and have they have really transcended what's oh, man, going I on? I could
0: on my list. Right.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Look. When I said what I we was doing,
0: I knew we was doing super duper current. Like.
2: If you're black, you in. <laughs> That's the thing. We <laughs> just weren't, y'all weren't thinking of it. When y'all, if y'all black, I ain't never put no rule if y'all know me, if I had put a rule on something, I would have said it.
3: Why why Velveteen? Because he ain't know why for so long. It was amazing.
2: Velveteen Dream is one of them cats that he picked up on this business very fast at a young age. They knew there was something special about Velveteen Dream when they see him in tough enough, all right. And when they, when he got eliminated, it was like they, it, it was very unfair. It's it's funny how the one that won, he he don't have a job now. But Velveteen Dream is trans.
0: Who's oh, that? Daniel Pewter?
2: Well, no, 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 no. You think about you think <laughs> about you think about two thousand five. I'm thinking. Oh, uh, uh, this guy's name was Tyler something? Oh, Tyler yeah.
0: Rex.
2: Yeah, and he ain't got no job, so. Uh, I remember Tyler Rex. Uh, and, and then they tried to push the whole fat kid from uh, like Louisiana, the, the Gator wrestler, whatever, whatever his name was. But Velvet okay. Leader pushed for Velveteen Dream to get a job. Velveteen Dream got himself a job. He picked up on the business easily, especially the character aspect of it. And he took that Prince character and made it his own, as a, along with giving homage to all the wrestling legends. That's what's getting him over. And he's actually bringing back old school wrestling to this new school form, and that's why Shawn Michaels likes him. And if Shawn Michaels like you, you got a friend for life.
0: Oh yeah, you good. You know, <laughs>
2: you got a friend for life. So that's one of the reasons why I'm picking Velveteen Dream. The New Day, I'm definitely picking the New Day because the New Day. It's not just because they're entertaining. Because I'm just like, I, I, when I pick people, I'm thinking about who is transcending for you know our race, who I want to represent us. Kind of in a way, when you when, when they talk about African American wrestlers, they took a they, they took a stereotypical gimmick as church pastors, and they turned it into one of the best selling things in WWE. Hands down, they got uh, uh, a a a trumpet. Cereal,
0: on. pancakes.
2: Yeah, bro, look, no black men, no black man has ever had a cereal since Mr. T. That's saying something. No African American uh, superhero or uh, uh, you know icon has had a cereal since Mr. T. So seeing those brothers on a box of Budios that's actually so I bought a box. It's, it's, it's another but Lucky Charms. You know <laughs> that says something when they have when they sell popsicles in F.Y.A. and stuff like that. The New Day is making money hand over foot for Vince. Are they the number one sellers now? Of course not. But I'm just saying. But they still making a good amount of money for Vince, and for them to be together as long as they have for five years, that says something, and they all good wrestlers on top of that, uh-huh. of course, Mark Henry, because you know, y'all mentioned Mark Henry in the whole Sam color jacket, which should be in the Smithsonian, and I, but <laughs> I, I, I don't think that, you know, y'all was been like, I don't think y'all really understand, like, how strong that guy really is. I, the, the new Mark Henry documentary came out on the network. I don't know if anybody saw that or not.
0: I haven't. It came out,
2: Lord. Yeah, but it, it, oh, it's good. But, th- like, the impact this man has had on the business and how strong he truly is, is, like, the stuff he did in the Arnold Classic in 2002 is unheard of. This man got scary kind of power, and he's underrated on the mic.
3: I remember him rolling that frying pan with Tony Atlas next to me, ECW, and I'm like, "How?"
2: <laughs> yes, and on top of that, Randy Orton put him over and became world champion. And uh, you know he was he was very under he was he was underrated, especially that whole Hall of Pain time. But even without the Hall of Pain, the whole Sexual Chocolate thing and the ads there still kept him in the conversation. Yep. It did, so I gotta give my credit on that one. Of course, Booker T, because he's one of my favorites of all of all time. So uh, Booker T, being uh, after WCW's doors closed, being the United States Champion and the, WW, uh, the WCW Champion at the same time, that was good for him to uh, be able to hold it with the best. And I will always give Booker T credit for all the shit he dealt with the WWE and made it to the Hall of Fame. Because uh-huh. they treated Booker T and DDP like shit. So when people were scared to come over there and they didn't want to deal with it, Flair, NWO, Sting, all them people who didn't want to come over there at the front, Booker T and Diamond House Pitch came over there and Booker T, I think, handled it the best. And he made a career out of that. So I'm proud of him for that. And nobody mentioned The Rock.
0: Wait, the Samoan? He's Samoan? No.
2: No, The Rock is an Afro-Samoan he is see a, but oh my see I all purposely,
0: know, that's a purposely that's an argument that's been played for the Samoan no, dynasty but here's bro, the thing right? here,
2: here's, no, here's the thing number one The Rock truly by blood is not part of that family number two it's a disrespect for nobody to acknowledge The Rock's black side because the media don't that's disrespectful to The Rock
0: I, no, I honestly didn't even know he was black. I thought he was just pure Samoan.
2: No, his dad is black. Rocky Johnson is his dad. his dad. I don't know his dad. <laughs> Y'all keep forgetting
0: I'm a late okay. boomer, man. Okay, well,
2: yeah, his dad was Rocky Johnson, Soul Man Rocky Johnson, who was the first ever African American tag team champions with Tony Atlas. Oh, well, well,
0: shit. What? We can. Take showing out, then I put the rock in. There. Yeah. I didn't know. I thought, I thought he was
3: someone. No, through. it's wild because I mean, look, Missy, how is hard correct, it was not but to that's show, like something so, crazy like, on, argued in wrestling. They always say Rock don't count. He's not black. That's something that's actually said.
2: But, but you know what? It's it, it it upsets me, and it upsets the Rock because they pushed him when he first came as uh Samoan right but if you look at the rock and you look at somebody like Samoa Joe Roman reigns the Usos the rock don't just have Samoan style features he's mixed with something and he's mixed with he's mixed with black so, you know it's the same thing his and then you know you even got the rock out here now who's producing a show about you know violence in African-american communities uh, with gun violence and police violence, and he's he already talked about some. I want y'all to see the new documentary I got, you know, for the violence against our people. He's one of us, and one and of them. It is
3: wild. It's wild today because people will still say they've never been a black WWE champion.
2: And, you know, it. you know, to that argument, <laughs> since we're talking about black people right now, here, here's my thing. Because Mark Henry was on the, did an interview a couple years ago was saying that's disrespectful to all the black world champions there were. Because here's the thing. Vince McMahon does not care about whatever the SmackDown title is, no matter what it is. Because you know what, we say there has never been a black WWE Champion, that's the, that's the main champion. The Rock has been a champion, but here's the thing, when in 2002, when the, 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 the Undisputed Championship was on SmackDown, did they care about that championship? Uh-uh. They cared about what championship? The World Heavyweight Championship oh, on Raw. And they pushed it as their main championship, which is unfor- you know what I'm saying? It's unfortunate because that's not their belt. But they pushed that one. And that World Championship was held by Edge, The Undertaker, Batista, a lot of Hall of Famers and future Hall of Famers that hold that belt. So that same belt that I just named with all the names was held by Booker T., And Mark Henry. Because at one point, that was pushed as the main title. If the WWE Championship was on SmackDown the time Mark Henry won, he would have been WWE Champion. But Because right now, in Vince's eyes, the Universal Champion is the main championship. It's not. But it is. So, you know, that's the unfortunate part. And a lot of things is, it the, the realness of the situation is, Everybody pushes the rock Samoan side because they don't want to acknowledge the black side. That's his. It, it'd be different if he had a like a black mom and all his 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 dad and his granddad was Samoan. His whole dad is a black guy, a an African uh, American or Canadian because he's from Canada. A whole black guy, soul man Rocky Johnson, who we got his name from. And if you, if, So I'm listening.
3: So. so. I believe what you're saying is he'll get the same he gets the same disrespect that Obama gets yes because they always say oh Obama's the first black president and that's instantly followed by well he's half white
2: because that's the credit because here's the thing though (laughs) they want to they want to talk about that half shit but yet they are the same ones that made the rule in America the one drop rule (laughs) so which way do you want it? In my mix when it's convenient, but then I'm the one drop rule when it does. You, you send the rocks out of Alabama if you want to. The rocks are another nigga. That's what he is. You want,
3: you want to hear the messed up answer to your question?
2: What? Yes. That's what it is. That, me, and
3: when
2: Exa- exactly. <clears throat> me and Yim. The black one is convenient. Exactly. Mia Yim, you can put her on this list because she's a blasian. She's proud. Her black heritage. If you if you look at her on Twitter, she's proud of both. Uh-huh. You are supposed to be proud of both. That's who you are. Right.
3: And real talk, they ain't gonna counter. It's not right, but they ain't gonna counter. Okay. She's considered Asian. They ain't gonna counter.
2: You know, and not and not until somebody put her up on their, you know, on Black History. Remember same thing with Sasha Banks. They
3: ain't yeah. gonna counter. <laughs> I'm saying Sasha's mixed. She's mixed. Yep.
2: But see, I didn't know that. But here's the thing, though. She goes I, more like people throw her more with the black side because she's Snoop Dogg's cousin,
0: right? So that's what's going on. I just thought she was black. What is she? What's she mixed with? White, white. Oh.
2: Her dad is black. Her mom is white.
0: Oh,
2: yeah. So so she's mixed. And then you know, say so a lot of African Americans, obviously, you know, what I'm saying, especially in this business, are mixed. Everybody don't got to look like R. Truth to be considered black. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right, I mean, just I'll reflect no, on that's, the list. No, that's fine. So, I just, like I said, I just didn't know. Like, I ain't know Rock was mixed.
2: Yeah, like I, mean, I ain't know. Right. I
0: ain't know Sasha was. I I thought Rock was like I thought he was Samoan. I thought Sasha was all black. Yeah. Right, like, even like, thinking you about just, it, like you going, going like, back. oh yeah, yeah. You could add Jacqueline to this
3: list. Only female cruiserweight champion ever.
2: Yeah, Jacqueline, uh, Sasha Banks. <laughs> I you can you can go uh, Naomi. <laughs> You know, say all all yep. you know, it, yep. the, the different Only things. Only like woman
3: to ever have a custom title.
2: <laughs> yeah. So you know, and then and then you you sit there and think. Uh, I had another one in my head when you were saying. Uh, you know, you talk about the like the, the mixed right. people. You can reach back, Tony Atlas. Yeah. yeah. Ricochet is black. He's mixed though.
0: Right. I, I I thought he was. I was about to say he mixed, but, but um, but um, it seems
3: like in most wrestling culture. If you not a hundred, it don't count, and that it also gets parity to our planet. If you not a hundred percent, it don't count. No, not to, that it should. To but that's how our it's to our country
2: is. and to our planet, if you got one drop, you are all the way. That's not fair, neither. Yep.
3: That, oh, that's oh what I don't it think is. this is gonna get fair no matter no way how we slice it. Unfortunately,
2: no, no, exactly, it's not. But I'm just saying. But when, when you're talking about, you know. African American stars over the years. That's what I'm saying. Like, I liked what you said, Quatro. But I'm like, but you picked Mark Henry, Godfather, Dino Brown three times, and I'm like, I, I mean, twice because you had him in the nation, and you had him separate. And I'm like, uh-huh. okay, I know he's forgetting some people here. And then right. Q Flow was obviously because you know because you, you started late, you just didn't know, uh-huh. kind of thing. But I'm saying, but yeah, there's a there's ton of us. You know, African American wrestlers out there that, you know, that are changing culture because it's more, way more diverse now than it it (laughs) has ever been.
3: Yeah, like you said, now I'm reflecting on it. Depending on how you really want to argue this, Teddy Long.
2: Yeah, why would I argue that? Yeah, he's a manager, yeah, but he's a damn good manager. As a ref. ref. From a ref to the KFEB, whatever, how you want to say it, general manager of SmackDown. He did a lot. He did a lot. And he deserves. <coughs> he deserves his, you know, a place in the Hall of Fame, like he does. Like, like I said, when I see, uh-huh. when it, you know, that, that's why I want for representing me. It's kind of like, in my personal opinion, I'm sorry, the Godfather and Coco Beware do not belong in the Hall of Fame. I'm sorry, but the Godfather only belongs in the Hall of Fame with the Nation. He does not de- deserve to be a two time Hall of Famer. Ever,
1: mm-hmm. that man had a
2: character, a stereotypical character, at that. But he had a character that got over, and he finally finds this. But the Godfather was never really that good in the ring.
3: No, he purely got in off
2: the Godfather. The he got got it off the off being the godfather. I'm like, but when the day since they since they're, you know inducting factions now, when you look back at it, when it's time to, for the nation to go in, you're like, wait a minute. Only three people in the nation deserve to be two time Hall of Famers. That's The Rock, Ron Simmons, and Mark Henry. Everybody else deserves to be in there one time. This is the way it is. So. But yeah, uh, you know that was fun. You know what I'm saying so. You know I'm glad we got okay. cue, cue a little history lesson. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying so. Quiet till next time. Do your homework. Hey, eh,
3: I was at church.
2: It's okay. <laughs> um, so we're gonna go to the last thing here, guys, which is going to be fighting with our family. The spoiler review. I did a review, <laughs> huh? <laughs> oh yeah. I did a review. On uh, the movie experience, which is a non-spoiler review. So, if you want to see that, you know, uh, you guys are welcome. If you guys don't want to hear no spoilers, because you guys can end the podcast right now. We're almost, we're almost out of here. But we can end it, you know, right now. If you guys don't want to hear no spoilers, it's about to be a spoiler review of fighting with my family because I I was told Quattro that um, we were nitpicking. Word. Word. I'm, I'm listening. Don't worry, but you know what? I I'll tell you by who afterwards. You know, what I'm saying I ain't gonna put nobody on blast, but we was nitpicking. But you know what? Q Flow didn't see the movie, and I told him that if he like for for people that are non wrestling fans, I thought it was a great movie. For people that are non wrestling fans, it, I think it did a good job when it comes to movie cinema standards. It did a good job.
3: When, if I could piggyback off that, sure. I spoke to a friend today okay. who saw it, and she is a non-wrestling fan, and she said it was an enjoyable movie. So that would support your case.
2: Yeah. Now, if you are a wrestling fan and you are enriched in the history of wrestling NXT or Paige,
3: you're
1: mad.
2: There <laughs> are issues with the movie that you is hard to overlook. And it's just like, when you are a fan of something, like Q-Flow, they made a Full Metal Optimus movie, which they did. Yep. But if they didn't go with the continuity of the story or the source material, wouldn't you pick that out?
3: Yep. Um, uh, guys, we like comic books, right?
2: Yes. Just yep. to put
3: this out there, I remember seeing this movie, first thing I said, what the crap is a Sokovia Courts?" <laughs> It's it, it is. I do you one better. I do you one better. The Power Rangers movie.
0: You got the wrong race as the wrong Power Ranger. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Wrong race, wrong Power Ranger, wrong Zord, wrong good guy, wrong everything. But,
3: mm-hmm. but it was working though. Look, don't even.
2: <laughs> but the, but but you know. But what really bothers me is when you do biopics and you do stuff like this. You know, when you want to do reboots and you want to do things that because we know comic book movies and movies are going to be two different universes, they're going to do their own thing. And when you do reboots, they're going to try to put a little bit of their own in there. That's fine. But if you're watching a biopic and the biopic is inaccurate with the story because, you know, they want to Hollywood it up a little bit, that kind of bothers me. But however, the girl that that played Paige, in my personal opinion, I thought she was phenomenal. And on some occasions I liked her better than the real page. To be complete, to be completely honest with you, because you know, okay. she, she had the cute, charming look to her. Like she wasn't like the most prettiest girl, but she wasn't ugly. You know, she, she had that cute charm about her, and she fit perfectly into that um that rebel style life. And you could tell how much passionate her and her family—they did a good job showing where her family comes from and what they do and how they love wrestling. How her brother would go uh-huh. pick up these groups of people and get them off the streets from doing, from being drug dealers. And he was teaching uh-huh. a blind kid how to wrestle, who actually which went is a,
3: remarkable,
2: which is remarkable, that's
3: remarkable.
2: Who actually went on went, went on to be a wrestler.
3: I would love to see one of his matches if we ever knew the kid's name for real, for real.
2: Exactly, exa- <laughs> exactly, exactly if we ever knew who the fuck he was, but I'm just saying, but we didn't, but I'm just saying, but they showed the aspect of it. It was very heartwarming to see this aspect in the movie. And in her getting called by, because by WWE, by the time her her brother got called, you felt the passion that both of those characters had about being wrestlers. You felt that. At that
3: point, yes.
2: At that point, yes. And then, like I said, I enjoy every aspect of the movie. Until we got to WWE.
1: Mm-hmm. Because. I,
3: I give you that.
2: When we got to the WWE, they, they tried to put people that you will recognize off the bat that you know wasn't there at that time. hmm The guy sitting next to her brother was clearly trying to be Pete Dunne, right? Yep. God, I, I swear Pete Dunne, I mean, but, you know, they are in the UK, so I guess put Pete Dunne in there. I don't know oh, how. Huh?
3: Oh, just as much as um, she kept, in the movie, she kept mingling with these three female wrestlers who was, I'm not sure if they were supposed to be her opposition friends. I'm not really sure where they was going with that. And I keep looking at them like, I think you're Summer Rae, but apparently, unless you're Paige family, you don't really have a name in this movie, but okay.
2: Because the wrestling gear they wore was Charlotte, a cheerleader, Alexa Bliss, and Eve Torres. Mm-hmm. So that's why I thought they were, and uh, it 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 kind of threw me off a little bit. But when they showed her how she was depressed and she was by herself, and her brother was going through it, and he was getting a little bit jealous, and how she changed her skin color and her hair to try to fit in more, I was like, wow, I knew it was gonna go today in this movie.
3: I was like, I didn't really know about any of that, but according to the movie, there's also no like um, NXT and nothing
2: for real either. So, but okay. <laughs> well, see, as a wrestling fan because see, they used NXT as the the the, the training type thing, and I understand <clears throat> that. And uh, when her and her brother went to SmackDown Live, even though it was his regular SmackDown, I'm trying to let Yeah, go. but
3: they went to SmackDown Live though. They yeah. they really went to SmackDown Live.
2: That's the arena they had at the time, right? So, right. You, you know, when they had that, and then she, she's doing all the training in NXT, and I, I like how, you know, they go home for the Christmas break. Uh-huh. And when they go home for the Christmas break, they're like, damn, you changed your hair color and you changed your skin. Like, like what's wrong with you? You shouldn't do that. Then I like the whole fight that her and her brother had afterwards. He's like, you know, that was my dream and it was your dream too, but why the hell are you trying to push it away because it's just too hard? So I felt right. he was coming I felt, like I said, all the family dynamic in the movie was great. It, like it, it made you feel for Paige in a way more than even when Vince Vaughn was was getting her ass. I felt that more. Even though I don't know who he was. Yeah, I was about to say
3: that because he played a great trainer by the name of what?
2: Exactly. So like, <laughs> who the hell is he? And if you look at the history of Paige. Like, finally, she comes to these three girls because she, she talks. She she goes on, on the bus and says that you're talking about me. And she always calls these girls, like, you know, they're models and they can't wrestle. They don't know what a receipt is. And they do a, a good job explaining what the receipt is. And her actually becoming friends with the girls and actually learning all the moves. That's all fine and good. But they make it seem like NXT is just like a pure training ground. So when it's time for uh, their training session to be, quote, unquote, quotations over... Vince Vaughn gives him a special trip to WrestleMania. I'm like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Paige was the first ever NXT Women's Champion. When she had that finals that, tournament with Emma.
3: Right, but that was not in the movie at all. And that gave me great problem. Because it. I felt like NXT didn't exist. I felt like there was the Performance Center and then SmackDown and Raw.
2: I agree with you on that one. I agree with you on that one. So when she had WrestleMania 30, we, we obviously see uh, some archive footage of WrestleMania 30 going on. Uh-huh. Uh, the Rock does his best on being consistent of bringing the same clothes he wore at WrestleMania 30. In the movie, I was like, thank you for being consistent a little bit, Rock, because I don't think he meant Paige in the back. But he calls uh-huh. her dad and says that she, um, he's going to be on Raw. Tomorrow night. Now, Q, th- th- like I said, th- this is my biggest problem with the movie. Where, when they're at Raw, they show archive footage from that night. Cena and the Wyatt family, they show the old Raw logo with the replay. Cena is clearly walk- running down a ramp. And they show different things from that WrestleMania Monday. But then when Paige comes out, she comes out to the 2018 raw arena mm-hmm. and I'm like with with LED lights on the ring with LED lights on the ring post and I'm like wait a minute if y'all were going to do this don't show the archive footage from that same night because that's inconsistency you,
3: you know what the, it, I don't know if this is gonna make sense but like I, I'm a big I'm a Star Trek fan it's like when you watching A new series of Star Trek, that's a prequel, but everything looks newer than the old stuff. You're like, wait, this is wrong.
2: (laughs) Kinda, in a way. I I, I can see what your point is getting there. (laughs) So, when Paige gets to the ring, they Hollywood it up and make it seem like she can't do a promo because they established that she has trouble talking on the mic in in NXT, the performance class, which there was no Dusty Rhodes. But, anyway. uh, Not at all. Not, not at no all Don't mention nothing so instead of her talking Selena Vega because she's not AJ she's Selena Vega in her Selena Vega clothes and mm-hmm. uh I'm like she starts attacking Paige and then all of a sudden Paige hits has to come back and hits that. I forgot what that air move was back in the day when she just like did a little trip it, up move Paige Turner I guess yeah uh she, oh
3: the move that she stole from her brother that's her brother's finisher
2: gotcha yeah. Uh, she oh, you t- know what
3: else I just thought about that. Reflecting on that. What? Where, where was Tamina?
2: Because Tamina was out there with AJ Lee. What? What wasn't she?
3: Yeah, I kind of just remembered that. But
2: you know what? Fuck Tamina though. And you could have
3: got Tamina.
2: <laughs> no, I'm sorry, t- 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 Tamina. No, because Tamina back then was like a lot smaller. But I didn't mind to me to me not being there. My issue was. Selena Vegas wearing Selena Vega clothes. If you're supposed to be a if you're supposed to be a character, it's like this. If imagine if I'm watching straight out of Compton, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And Ice Cube got waves. In nineteen eighty eight. <laughs> How would y'all feel? I'm like, wait a minute. The Jerry Curl was popping. I'm pretty sure in this picture, Ice Cube had a Jerry curl. Why does my man got waves? <laughs> It's it's you know a, a, a little thing like that can really change the way you look at a movie. So when you got she
3: needed the black shirt with the heart and the high chucks and she didn't wear yes, that. Yes,
2: and the all. cut-off jeans, that was that was that was the character of AJ. You know like like a little punk rock girl. And I'm like yeah. Selena Vega's wearing wrestling gear. and It is her wrestling gear. And it's yes, just Yeah, it so what? And I'm just like this this does not it's very it inconsistent with the story. And Paige is wearing what Paige wore when she was on the main roster for like two years. Uh huh. And I'm like, oh, okay, fine. If y'all don't get the clothes wrong too, but I'm just like, but don't get the different characters wrong. And then on top of that, she wins the the Divas Championship, and she comes to the back and uh, she celebrates with her new friends that I guess all got called up at the same time. Uh-huh. And, uh And it was all there. Exactly, and then the movie ends with us getting archive footage of Paige and her brother wrestling and, you know, uh, where, where they're from, and then coming over, and things like happen. but I recognize they didn't show what really, like, the archive footage from her and AJ too much later <laughs> like that, because I'm like, because they know they got it wrong.
3: Oh, as as my um girlfriend who watched that movie with me, she was like, I'd rather just watch this footage <laughs> in
2: the movie itself. Yeah, so like I said, if you if you're not a wrestling fan, I gave it oh, like a B plus. If you are a wrestling fan, I give it a hashtag, give it a chance <laughs> to check it out but like I said, when it comes to biopics, especially me loving biopics, I be, I get very picky with them.
3: See, I I feel like I I hear what you're saying. What a big problem is watching this movie is you would watch this if you're a page fan but if you're a page fan you would be mad watching this
2: okay
3: like it really takes you out of it being a page fan cuz um, cuz now you're doing exactly what you said you're like that's wrong that's not right that's supposed to be like this what's going on this was there and you know it's a bio you know it's pretty much a documentary so in your head how can you correct everything that you already have right there in front of you yeah but it's so wrong and it 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 pulls you out of it but not going into it just be like oh I'll just I kinda know about wrestling I see what this is about you can find this enjoyable and I feel like that's the disconnect for people
2: exactly you know what did any of y'all see the Aaliyah movie that when it came out a couple years ago? I did.
0: I actually did. Hell no. Not after what I heard. Okay. Good. <laughs> That's why. I, you However. Know That's why I saw it because of what I heard.
2: So, <laughs> when, 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 when Wendy Williams called us nick picking, did y'all see how Missy Elliott looked in that movie? Mm I didn't know that and was her. I
0: heard they got everybody wrong.
2: Everybody mm-hmm. wrong in that movie, and the, it, it was very disrespectful to Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a biopic, and we talk about a ton of stories some, somebody's life. You are going to Hollywood up a little bit, but it's very disrespectful of what they did and what Wendy Williams did, and you know, that right there, it's like there's certain things. If you, especially if you're an Aaliyah fan, you can't get over that shit. Uh-huh. And it brings the mood it's like, well just turn your brain off and watch a movie. Yeah, I do that when I watch fiction. Not nonfiction. And that that that's just me. But you know what? Uh we got the spoiler out the way. So, you know, I still recommend go see Fight with your Fa- Fight with my family before, you know, now it's March. We got a lot of new movies coming out now. Us is on my radar, so I gotta definitely get ready for Jordan Peele to scare the shit out of me again. You because, got it. Because <laughs> I want to go see that. Well, for Come first on. of all, I mean, you did go see Get Out though, did you? Quattro, I I let you borrow it, didn't I?
3: Uh, I saw it when it came on HBO.
2: <laughs> yeah. So Us looks even more creepier than Get Out does. So. <sighs> every have every night every the trailer.
0: No, I have not seen the trailer at all, bro. Them trailers are creepy.
2: But bro, bro, creepy as hell. Like it's to the point where I I need to go see it, but I I will be cringing in my seat. Like I
0: about to say, me too. I might I might have to sit on the edge and uh yeah, I might I'll have to, to dip on out.
2: Either that or you know try to play it off and like close my eyes like you know real quick. like like I'm just like like, like blinking extra long kind of shit. No like, uh,
0: no you know no you're not supposed to see. That's the thing with horror movies. It's it's the, it's the music. It's the sounds that get you. It's the sound oh, exactly
2: it's the sound, you know what, when I was watching Get Out, for some reason, that slave humming horror music kind of s- s- creeped me the fuck out, and I was just like, mm-hmm. I-, I was like, oh, okay, I don't know what's about to happen, and you know, it's, it's, bruh, I'm telling you, I don't know, but Us looks very, uh, very creepy, so.
3: Between these creepy movie you telling me about, and I'm scared to watch things on YouTube now, I'm chilling. <laughs>
2: You know what, you know what really scary, you know, QFlo, if you're interested, on YouTube, they have, uh, well, I think we talked about this, uh, yesterday, about them explaining what us is, yeah, them videos creep already, me out, I already
0: saw explanations of it, that, that cloning shit scared me too, yeah,
2: bro. I'm like, this is gonna creep me out, I'm like, okay, Jordan Pill, you got me there day one, but I'm telling you right now, I don't know if I'll be to do it. and they saw,
0: about, and, and again, they, I, like I seen the explanation video, he talking about Lupita being the, the problem of the movie. I'm like, what? Like, Not the essence of
2: beauty. Exactly. Like, come on, don't do my baby girl like that.
0: They said this whole movie is her fault.
2: It probably is too. But you know what? You know, before we get to a whole other tangent, I'm sorry about that, y'all. Uh, We're
0: Going
2: in there, guys. <laughs> yes, we we are. Uh, you know, guys. Make sure that is the end of this podcast. If you guys stay with us, I appreciate it. it was a it was a stacked episode today. I, I, pre- I appreciate. I yeah. appreciate my uh, co-hosts. Uh, you know staying up with me throughout this I appreciate that very very much
3: and, hey I appreciate y'all taking the time away for me to finish doing what I had to do so I could be here thank you
2: absolutely uh, no, no, no. so uh, make sure you guys check out Spaces Philly the production company we are a part of and the pop-up podcast they have on there with Lulu or Pop and both sides make sure you guys check out us on there as well along with the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling podcast the will Talk podcast the Turn the tables, hip-hop culture and beyond, and Drunk Thoughts, Sober Times, all great content up there. For you guys to listen to, we're on all the podcast apps, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Speaker, along with on YouTube, YouTube Premium. You guys listen to us free for a month, or make sure you guys pay $7.99 a month to hear. Wherever you get your podcasting you needs, we are there. So make sure we are at the countdown pretty soon. Four Episode um, 100 is coming up. for more? Huh? Four more, yeah. I, yeah so, four more. so I'm trying to uh, plan something on what, you know, what we can do big on that episode. If anybody has any ideas, so I'll I'd be loving to hear them too. But I got to think about, you know, what to actually do. You know, what I'm saying. So, because we, we're gonna be in WrestleMania season by then. So, I, uh-huh. and I, and also talking, I want to have fun with it. You know, what I'm saying, I really want to have fun with it. So. Uh, but once again, this is your host. Once again, it's NC, the place to be. Channel Channel, D. With my co-host, the man, the myth, the reality, Q-Flow, the rookie. All right. Take it easy, everybody. And uh I apologize. I'm sorry. The hard R from the, the Soul, Soul Trek, Trek Enterprise. Enterprise. <laughs> I got I got stuck on the hard R. I was like, Soul Trek. Wait, hold on. The hard R from the Soul Trek Enterprise, Quattro. Look,
3: there's no problem. Obviously, I can't say anybody's name. You can mess up every once in a while.
2: Exactly. <laughs> but yeah I take ownership of that but it's all good it's fair and then uh, Qflow as usual take us out